0: Okay, welcome back to another edition of these particular shenanigans. Well,
1: we're here and we're queer.
0: How are you doing this week?
1: I am a little tired. You know, things are busy. My birthday's Friday, so I am busy preparing for that. It's the big 4-0. And I'm very excited. Move out way, Because I'm turning 40, it's so and it's very like,
0: exciting. I'm just it's <laughs> so, so over it. Very- I was letting you do it that one, <laughs>
1: week, it's that one week. It's my no, it's birthday! It's my birthday! so
0: this week, too. This one week as well. We it, right.
1: And at my birthday party. And then after that, I'm done.
0: Yes, sure.
1: Okay. But, so, there's that. Um, so, I'm a little... I'm tired with the preparations, but I'm excited at the same time. <laughs> Why
0: are you tired with the preparations? You, pre- you shouldn't be preparing.
1: Well, because it's just, you know, I'm trying to clean my house because niggas are going to come over, I'm sure, at some point, And... Um, and I still have, you know, the stress of school trying to get things done. My sewing class well, there's that where we're literally making outfits this week in my sewing class. So it's like, that is sick, man. I know. And I have class on my birthday and I could skip, on, but I'm race. not going. I know. Right. Like I'm fully going to be eligible to go on drag race oh. after this.
0: Not you knowing how to sew before like a good <laughs> third Girl. of the contestants <laughs> these days. I'm sick.
1: Me. <laughs> Me, Simone, and Jinx Monsoon are in the workroom, and it's a design challenge.
0: <laughs> and the girl, guess who's winning? <laughs> Crystal.
1: Because these bitches are hot gluing shit together. <laughs> and I'm over here like, oh, girl, you don't know how to sew. I'm the, I'm the, uh, I'm the Trinity. I'm like, what? I'm over here helping everybody. Yeah, bitch, I'll right. go ahead and finish okay. your pants for you. But you know. You know, busy, but I can't really complain. I'm feeling more grateful than anything else. How are you, friend? That's lovely. I'm
0: struggling. Yeah. Um, life is just so much. Oh, yeah. And I first noticed y'all cut last week's wellness check out of there. That was cute. Yeah um it's true i mean it
1: it got a little intense a little too real it got a little intense friend (laughs)
0: that's fine um but you know here we are um strutting our stuff the best way we can
1: absolutely
0: and we're going to get into some black excellence yes because we're just doing our
1: fucking best you are the black excellence this week Shout out to Kid Fury for being here, period.
0: So this week's Black Excellence goes to first, a woman by the name of Megan Peace. She's the first Black woman puppeteer in the history of Sesame Street. Movie. She got the role in 2021, September to be exact, and plays the role of a Muppet named Gabrielle, who is a six-year-old Black Muppet. Um, she's it says that she fell in love with ventri- ventriloquism.
2: Mm-hmm. That's I it. I think I said that right. Yep.
0: Uh, when she was around 10 years old, when she was in elementary school, she was on Oprah when she was 15. So she's already <gasps> leaps and bounds past mo- most of us, right? Um, and she says she did not know that she was making history as the first Black woman on Sesame Street when she got thrown. She says she would cry like a baby on the one, two, three steps that she found out beforehand. And that the sets of Sesame Street are like walking into a fantasy. She yeah. says, quote, what I consider the magic of ventriloquism is... Getting to share that experience with someone else and have them believe that our conversations are real. I realized that an impact the writing could have on an audience and that every age could learn something from the show. From then on, my goal was to have a theme woven into every performance. I love Sesame Street just as, oh, this isn't a quote anymore. I, personally, I love <laughs> Sesame Street. You do. Um, <laughs> Just as a program that at least attempts to uh, progress and evolve and um, move on with time in an effort mm-hmm. to really not only educate kids, but also represent kids from all different cultures and walks of life right? Um, and experiences. So having a Black woman... Unfortunately, the first one, his old Sesame the Street. The
1: real tragedy, because Sesame Street is hella old, and like has old, been. Old, 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 it's old. been striving for this, you know, hashtag diversity thing, for a long time. So
0: we're also like in like a yes, we can era, of more. Yeah. Like I think black people being like, I'm gonna do that.
1: Yeah, and I know a black man played Elmo for a long time. Probably still does.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I'm not sure if it's the same guy or not, but. For it to be 2022 and we're just now getting a black woman and then for her to be like, oh, bitch, if they had told me that, I would have melted on the fucking steps. It's just too much. <laughs> it's too much. But yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear this. and very happy for this young lady. When you said her name, at first I thought you were saying Megan Pete. And I was like, oh, my God, what did the stallion do? But it's a totally different stallion oh, who is yeah. also doing incredible things. So, yeah, shout out yeah. to her.
0: There you go. It's I didn't some, even consider uh, that.
1: Beautiful piece of news.
0: Okay, so let's get into some Emmy news.
1: Okay, I love that. <gasps> oh, yes. Let's get into the fucking Emmys. I know you didn't watch. You probably didn't, but I did. I watched. Okay, let's get into it. I'm ready. Go ahead. Well, I, I mean, mean... I
0: because I was just going to do my black excellence.
1: I mean, I was going to say, obviously, first things first... As far as I'm concerned, Abbott Elementary, a show that is so dear to my heart, picked up, I think, three Emmys, including one for Quinta for uh, Best Writing, for the Mm -hmm. pilot, and then one, of course, for the icon. The literal living, breathing black legend, Cheryl Lee Ralph. For uh, I, I think couldn't be happier. Best supporting actress. Yes, I will refrain from doing the accent out of respect for both you and her. Thank
0: you so much.
1: Um, but
0: my Jamaican goddess.
1: Yes, your Jamaican goddess. I I cried when her children posted the video of her like reacting to getting the nomination, when they were in Jamaica and she got that phone call. But for her to get on stage. And sing the way she did. And then say the things she said. It just meant so much to me. And I just felt like... First of all,
0: like, dream girl. I'm full. that She went up there and opened up her mouth. Literally. I was like, like, go ahead.
1: Yes. (laughs) Go
0: ahead and say... Sweeties, from the Emmys to the Tonys to the... Mm -hmm. Like, I do it all, just so you know. But thank you for this one.
1: Absolutely Second Black
0: woman to win Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series since Jack A. Harry won it for, I think, 227. Since
1: Jack A. Harry in 227, yes. And I think only a handful of Black people to win this award. Like, I know Lena Waithe won it, I think, for... It was like a co-win for Master of None. And... um. Last year, Old Girl won. Chewing Gum, Michaela Cole won, but that was in the drama category. So mm. it's like a very small handful of black people who have won writing awards at the Emmys. And Quinta can, can count herself in that number. Cheryl Lee Ralph, been overdue for, you know, recognition from the she mainstream. So they
0: both she looked did. so She did, baby, good.
1: baby. That studded ponytail. Come on. I said come through break. Uh, Come,
0: Lizzo won outstanding competition.
1: Did, for did, for sure. Yes, knocked off Drag Race with uh, um, which
0: has won every year since 2018.
1: Yes, and somebody else pointed out to me that before that, The Amazing Race had won like 10 years in a row. Yeah, so yeah. so since this category has even been a thing, basically, like three shows have won. This Emmy. And it's mainly been RuPaul and The Amazing Race. So for Lizzo to come through with Watch Out for the Big Girls, something that's like inspiring and uplifting. I mean, and honestly, let's be real. Drag Race deserved it because they didn't let no girls go home for like the first six weeks. I
0: mean, this season was weird. It
1: was (laughs) weird. It was weird. It was
0: like really weird.
1: Shout out to Lizzo. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out to fucking Ru i oh my gosh! I can't, I, say. I can't handle the young biracial goddess. <laughs> I cannot. It's something about that goddamn Zendaya. And, and we all saw it. We saw the scene when we saw the scene live on television, we said, there's the Emmy. But when yeah. she, when she kicked that fucking Dorian child, when she threw her 98 pound body into that wooden door and made that I bitch think this splinter. The
0: second time she's I think she won this award last year as well. Yes,
1: she did. Um Yes she did.
0: And I was like, okay, black girl, young, you know, bright future ahead of her. I'm watching the same shit everybody else is watching. I'm like, they need to give her this award. Are they going to give it to her? Because she won already. And they're gonna be like, oh, you know, she's so young and lovely and mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> And we acting her ass that off, right? Shit. Give her her goddamn.
1: Belongings. Period. We saw I it. I
0: don't give a motherfuck. Yes. And they did exactly what was needed. They did because that young lady did some acting up on the HBO. <laughs> yes, she did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on down to the HBO studio.
0: On yes, down weird. to the
1: HBO lot. Yes, she did, and and not to take away from um all the other nominees not to take away even from her other co-stars in euphoria nika king and um nika king
0: is fantastic
1: yes and what's her name storm um storm reed storm reed yes not to take mm-hmm. o- because they are absolutely killing it on this show yeah. and in this scene but it's something about zendaya little crackhead ass like showing <laughs> out when well, she was trying to open out. that
0: goddamn jolly rancher Listen, i was like there's not there. We don't have anything.
1: Sister, to
0: talk about. sister. <laughs> we, we we don't have anything. I Never
1: know how much I missed you. It it is. So so the season to uh, rack it up. You know, at twenty, just a fresh twenty six years old, and already with her second Emmy for like an acting nomination, just could not be bo- be more proud and. To yeah. all the black people who were nominated, whether you won or not, to all of y'all, shout out to you for
0: shout out to you for being in the building. making
1: these shows what they are
0: shaping the culture.
1: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely doing that.
0: that. We see you. We love you.
1: Yes. Um. Yeah. Just so. Just so many people. I don't want to leave anybody out, but I know Ashley Nicole Black with um Ted Lasso and work. Um. Ryan Ken with, um, oh my God, whose late night show is that? No, because it's the only one I like. The little funny British man. Last week tonight,
0: James Court. Oh, yes. John Oliver's. Yes,
1: show. John Oliver. So yes, shout out to Ryan Ken, uh, the non-binary personality who is part of that team last week last week tonight that's what i'm saying i could not believe that i couldn't remember his name i'm I'm blanking on white people right now but
0: that's like the only one like i'll actually sit and (laughs) yes and legit yes
1: because it's so good and they like really get into topics and i i mean i enjoyed it the same way i i enjoyed uh full frontal but yes to all the blacks who were nominated who won who were just there who are working in television and film um but Obviously, specifically TV. Thank you so much for your work. We appreciate you.
0: Hey, you looked good and shiny.
1: You did. Y'all looked incredible. Natasha Rothwell, bitch, gorgeous. Gore I, I I, I, I like. I wept. She was so beautiful. What Issa? Did you see? Of course you saw. I said, I said, get Isa out of my fucking face, man. Like. I
0: can't stand her. She's to be too
1: with you. fucking beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Oh, I just put this. Just like
0: nothing. Oh me? Um, oh this bar? What me? Oh, oh yeah. me and a sure. chocolate
1: bar? Sure.
0: What this? Still rooting nothing. for
1: everybody black, you know, Laverne. You know, Laverne. What?
0: Oh yeah. Okay. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, niggas made my night. They did. They always do.
0: All righty, let's get into some pop culture news with our uh section called Hot Tops 3,000 Years of Pegging, starring Tilda Swinton. Um, my and, favorite uh, hobby, uh, Idris Alba. I
1: love it. the name of it? Movie? 10 years of pegging, never saw it. <laughs>
0: 3,000 <000.
1: laughs> leagues <laughs> under the booty hole, never saw yeah,
0: it. It's Idris Alba. Um, I yeah. think Tilda Swinton,
1: my favorite porn.
0: There you go. All right, a couple of updates from last week. You talked about Blaze getting shot up. We did. The uh, Candy Burresses. I <laughs> don't oh, know why I like calling her Candy Burress. <laughs> like, it makes it sound like duress. I need to grow up. It's fine. So, Candy has a restaurant, Blaze uh, Steak and Seafood, in southwestern Atlanta. <laughs> Um, and we spoke last week about how there was some sort of, um, uh, violent uh, incident between employees where one of them was shot. What I did not mention because I did not know is apparently the person who was shot was Candy's cousin, who's yeah. also a chef at the restaurant. Right. Um, So, apparently, the suspect of the shooting, uh, 41-year-old Henry Darden, was arrested on Thursday, um, charged with aggravated assault, and he's currently being held without bond down at the Fulton County. Well... I still don't have any information as to what exactly prompted this shooting, but I'm gonna go ahead and guess that it was nothing reasonable absolutely not
1: absolutely not
0: i doubt that this man chef melvin uh said hey henry um i'm going to chop up your parents and put them in this pot Mm -hmm. and and i'm going to cook them oh
1: yeah
0: tonight yeah i don't understand
1: out of your parents i'm doing it
0: what why are we shooting each other what are we doing and I'm sure Just
1: if the details ever come out, it's gonna be ex- something extremely dumb. stupid. It's gonna be so dumb. Oh my god. Niggas everywhere are gonna be like you risked your freedom for the rest of your life. Like, what if you killed <laughs> this man? You risked it over him not accepting your friend request on Candy Crush or whatever. It's yeah, gonna I be something therapy. it's gonna be something so dumb. But yeah, not surprised and it is what it is, child. When y'all like when y'all threaten people's physical safety, I can't be mad when they press charges or whatever else. Cause you are literally asking for that. Don't like, fuck with me. Like- yeah. Don't fuck like how the barbs are getting sued. Don't fuck. <laughs> Don't fuck with me.
0: <laughs> I still think there's it's not too late to market this into the menu. <laughs> 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 Because the restaurant's already called
1: Blaze. Not the shoot a bitch salad. a big, like, flame.
0: You could, like, turn the flame sideways and then or... Yeah. Like, Blaze Buffalo Bites.
1: Oh my God, please. And they come with, like, Blaze's a little. Buffalo Bullets. Yeah, I was going to say, and they come with a little decorative bullet. <laughs> yeah it has like bullet sauce bites. and parsley sprinkled on top but you just lick that off and take the bullet home <laughs> same way y'all yeah. do that silverware <laughs> boom and
0: blaze bu- bo- boom and blaze bullet bites
1: oh my god and it's literally like there's a little bullet nestled amongst like egg white bites <laughs> someone was shot
0: okay <laughs> and, I i'm sure he's
1: <laughs> like a boy, ordering. A time. oh yeah no full recovery and all that you know best wishes i Um, i just want to say it is my birthday so i am drinking so if your girl is slurring some words or whatever i don't care because it's my fucking birthday birthday
0: i'm also (laughs) drinking it's my
1: fucking birthday and i'm having some fucking tequila okay Mm, it's not your birthday (laughs) uh it's my birth month actually and you know what at this point
0: we're celebrating all of it. It's my
1: yes, birthday. pour it up. Pour, yeah, <laughs> not your birth year. <laughs> you know what, friend? Um, <laughs> your birthday is in the next three months, so technically, so, it's your birthday season as well.
0: <laughs> there's that. So
1: you pour it the fuck up. <laughs>
0: um candy also said that basically fuck carlos king um i'm paraphrasing basically she said on like a instagram interview thingy um that carlos king allegedly stole the rights to escapes life story and sold it to tv one and she found this out when she got a call from someone who was like hey girl i was in a meeting to direct the escape story and i I wanna know something about something, something. And she was like, well, what, bitch? I don't know nothing about this. And she was like, Yeah, girl, they took the meeting and everything, bitch. And Carlos yeah. King has got the tea, bitch. And all this other stuff. And then something about how they had even reached out to her mom about doing an interview under the guise of something else, but oh, it was actually for this escape movie and blah, 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 and whatnot, whatnot. Carlos King just posted a, a screenshot of a tweet from someone that says, with every elevation is demonic agitation.
1: Oh, Christ. <laughs>
0: sounds like it's from the Kimberl yep, church. It does
1: indeed. <laughs>
0: Give me your money and watch my hands. Um.
1: Yeah, sounds a little guilty, actually, to me.
0: I don't know how, but okay, so stole how?
1: Uh, how yeah. did he steal it?
0: Did he just make, take the meeting and be like, hey, right? We finna do the escape story. It just didn't tell them, Can, right? How, who has the rights to it?
1: Exactly that. When you say like he did a deal with TV One and he sold the life story, it must not have had the like the word escape or that specific spelling. It must not have represented the group like in any official manner. But also, Carlos King is he is a reality TV producer. So I don't expect him to do things that aren't shady as crazy as that sounds. But like if your job is producer of very popular reality TV shows, I don't expect you to be the most morally upstanding person I've ever met. No shade. I just don't. And I'm sure it's the sort of thing where like you read the synopsis or you read the script and you're like, bitch, this is a story of of escape. Like, you talking about a light skin girl who come in and then she let her light skinned rapper boyfriend take over her career and the whole time Candy got a baby and dealing with this other stuff and then they there are these two sisters and it's like hmm I wonder who you're talking about you know like I feel like it was probably yeah very but my I'm like just that. what
0: I'm confused about is like how do you steal it like Carlos King can't put on you know like. A catsuit from Fashion Nova yeah. and then hop over Candy and Todd's wooden fence and 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 you know roll through their begonias. Right. And then like, you know, do a cartwheel through the through the laser mm-hmm. security system and then tick through the safe and unlock the secret patty formula. Like there's how do you how yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know without knowing like what the script says or what the treatment for this was going to look like. um, I have no idea, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's like a story that is extremely parallel to that of Escape and their rise in the 90s. I wouldn't be surprised if that was what he pitched and got sold to TV one at all. Because again, TV producers overall will will tell you anything to your fucking face and then do something behind your back. But reality TV, bitch, I would not trust them niggas as far as you can throw them. So, not surprised, but also still confused.
0: Kanye update. He says that, uh, oh, I mean, last week we spoke about how he is boycotting the divas and Gap and Oshkosh, B'Gosh, mm. and traffic, players,
1: <laughs> not Claire's. Spencer's.
0: Um, I heard that he's uh, boycotting the city trans, um, Goya. Not he's the city. Goya.
1: Um, well, aren't we all after the Goya CEO was like, vote for Trump. <laughs> remember that? I remember because I was living in Washington Heights and everybody was irate. <laughs> that was like. Everybody was so pissed. <laughs>
0: we were literally looking at the cans in their pantry. Yes. Like, holding it in their hands like what I have do a I decision do
1: to make. Dominicus D- was like, bitch, we have literally been living off of Goya.
0: I had plans for these <laughs> beans tonight.
1: And listen, if I bought them beans, I'm gonna eat them. I might not buy no more beans. But I'm going to eat the beans I bought, goddammit. They're not That's giving out refunds. That's the rebos. thing that I'm
0: motherfucking talking about. Because yeah. it's like, bitch, I'd have already spent my money yeah. and took the time to cut these coupons out. Like, I might as well eat the beans and yeah. then just not buy no more.
1: Exactly that. If Y'all want to go strongly. ahead and make
0: like a motherfucking black bean um, fire pit for TikTok <laughs> just to say that you did. I'm like, right. girl, you, you bought it. The, they have your money. Like,
1: right. You you already paid the eighty nine cents for that can of black beans. Sister. Like they
0: try to do it same with way the rest Nike. of us
1: did down to the fine fair. We not throwing that away.
0: Well, remember when white people took off all their Nike shoes and and mm-hmm. threw it out in the backyard?
1: Oh, they do that all the time. Anytime, like don't let a black player leave their team. They will white people will organize like a a group, a meetup, and they will all get together and burn that black athlete jersey
0: <laughs> and scream over it,
1: baby. <laughs> Listen, because when Kevin Durant left the Thunder, everybody was like, Crystal, what you going to do with all your Thunder shit? Not a fucking thing, girl. First of all, all my shit is custom. All my shit has my fucking name Uh on it. I'm not burning a goddamn thing. You got me fucked up. But even if I bought regular ass jerseys (laughs) with fucking Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant, if I had bought that regular ass shit and had it, I'm not getting rid of that. That was $70, $80 I spent on that jersey, and I'm keeping that shit. White people and are crazy. And if they ever go
0: back to that team, look, you're already right. Oh,
1: well, no. Kevin Durant and can then, never. That Kevin Durant can never and would never. It Both can be true. Both are true. He would yeah. never come back to Oklahoma City and and ought not. So...
0: Kaiwa said, life is precious, releasing all grudges today, leaning into the light. Best wishes and blessings to Pete, Cuddy, and Daniel Cherry, whom he berated, okay, um, antagonized, and shit all over for the past week for anyone who's paying attention. This apparently is uh, inspired by the death of that white British lady we spoke about last week because he also posted a whole bunch of pictures of her. No, he didn't. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, Christ. On he would, though. He would.
0: When I tell you.
1: That woman means nothing to me.
0: I couldn't summon a slice of a damn Mm
1: -mm.
0: about this old bitch. Like, okay.
1: not. I remember being shocked going to Canada and seeing her on their fucking money and being like, "What? what? Canada? Why?
0: That's because yeah white colonialism yes.
1: like like them niggas literally have colonized half the globe but like the fact that i have lived in america all my life and never realized i don't care Please. and don't and to this day don't care do you know they are shutting so much shit down in the uk for this bitch's Bro, I'm funeral
2: yeah, I'm so all the shocked. british
1: people i follow are like bitch not only are they closing like ba- it's a bank holiday. Fine, it's a regular holiday. Honestly, expect a holiday. Okay, I do. Like if the president died in office, I would expect a national holiday on the day of his funeral. That is one thing. To shut everything down, to have everything closed. Niggas are talking. Y'all just gonna do
0: another one in the next like year. The shops or a are closed.
1: Of I was gonna say. Because what's his Because the king looks like Peaky Crips. Charles is seventy three and looking one oh three. It won't be too long before William is is king. But like the shops are closed, maybe the gym is closed. The fucking food pantries are closed. That's fucking ridiculous. If you're starving, you better get your ass to the food too bad. pantry dead. before what? the nineteenth. And another thing, they are drawing this out. She's not getting buried till next fucking Monday.
0: I heard about that, and I was also like, okay, was she already kind of rotten? I like, it feels like, like you should
1: like take the time to ju- well. I feel like she had a smell before she was officially gone. So, like, shouldn't y'all be trying to pack that up with some with some dry ice or something? Shouldn't y'all be trying to minimize whatever's going on? Child, No. What's the? They said we have to have up. For the funeral. And so... They
0: probably gonna pop rap up <laughs> like that. One rapper.
1: Please. No. <laughs> They're not going to. let
0: everybody walk by and take a selfie.
1: They have her going around to all the different countries in the EU. If the EU even still exists. I don't know. With Brexit. But they have her casket. Doing tr- a dead body tour? Yes. She's in fucking Scotland right now. I don't know where she going next. Can't be Ireland. Because I didn't... I didn't know how much the Irish didn't fuck with the English till this bitch died. Oh, baby.
0: Oh, girly.
1: <laughs> the Irish have been so fucking d- I said, y'all thought black Americans was bad. Oh, no. The Irish don't give a damn.
0: I'm sorry. I just don't care. So Not at all. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't it's very remember. interesting the amount of Americans, but specifically like black Americans who <laughs> are like. Oh my god! I'm so affected by this.
1: No, we're not. We're literally like, not at why? all. I'm not at all affected by this white woman's passing. Not at all.
0: She was ninety fucking six. Goodbye.
1: And none of my business. She was none of my business. <laughs>
0: um. Oh, the doll also said that he is done working with other corporations. He told Bloomberg, It's time for me to go it alone. It's fine. I made the company's money. The company's made me money. We created ideas that will change apparel forever, like the round jacket and the foam runner, the slides that have changed the shoe industry. Now okay. it's time for Yay to make the new industry. No more companies standing in between me and the audience. They're my new baby mamas. I guess we're oh, just Christ. going to have to co parent those three figures.
1: Oh, Christ. <laughs>
0: You know, and it's and it's and it's patriarchy or something kind of poet.
1: Somewhere deep in the massage. And that's literally
0: what I said last <laughs>
1: week. There's a beautiful message.
0: Like it's only gonna be so many times that you go want run to the white man table and then get yeah. me and come back to my ass and be yes. like, Well,
1: he did this to me. Right. You know? And now like, it's oh, I'm letting it all go because niggas flat honestly, out told you, we're not gonna take up arms on this shit, Kanye. We're not. Oh, you signed a deal that you all of a sudden don't like with Adidas after both of you have made like tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. We don't care. We don't care. Figure it out, girl.
0: Again, some of the stuff that they were doing sounds very corporate America and not
1: Oh, well. I'll support so regular niggas in regular for some jobs. Of those <laughs> yeah. But What
0: I'm saying is like there's a pattern. Yeah. With this nigga and many other niggas like him. Yeah. Of like being determined to eat at the white man's table, and then when white man mm-hmm. remind you that they don't consider you equal or don't respect you, mm-hmm. then you come back to us because we're supposed to save.
1: Right. Boycott Adidas.
0: Whether black power. I like, don't think I'm not so. Interested.
1: Not adidas the number one sponsor of football of across the con- across the globe we're not boycotting Adidas girl, not when Adidas is still producing Ivy Park, going somewhere with that bullshit
0: I didn't even think about that.
1: We're not <laughs> doing it we're not doing it I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Figure it well, out, Alexander. We don't This care. is
0: literally what I was asking. <laughs> just When are you just going to do your own thing? We literally don't Good care. Good for you. Yep, go ahead.
1: Which are ugly shoes that are apparently mm-hmm. very comfortable. I've heard it from multiple people. I've heard that the n- yeezy every shoes person are who extremely I've seen comfortable. Them yeah.
0: Has said that they are very comfortable. Yeah. So.
1: It's not. It's not y'all's fault that they look like somebody threw up on top of a virus. They're hideous, but they feel good. And that's fine.
0: And if you want to go down to the Gap and fish them out of some glad (laughs) bags,
1: Because Kanye said put his shit in a fucking fucking trash. (laughs) If you want to go foraging for shoes, that is up to you, sweetheart. Have fun. Um...
0: All right, I might as well just move from Kanye kind of to this other one. Ray J is accusing um, Chris Jenner of lying about the release of the sex tape that he made with her daughter. Well, after Chris Jenner did a polygraph test on The Late Late Show. Is that the same... No, that was Vanity Fair that did the polygraph test with Kiki Palmer.
1: Oh, yeah. Vanity Fair has done a lot of those on YouTube. Yeah, they've
0: done a lot of those. They're good. A lot of them are very entertaining, yeah. (laughs) This James Corden shit, but... Mm -hmm. no. I guess James Corden or whoever asked her about the sex tape and if she had anything to do with the release of it, she said no. Ray J got on Instagram for about an hour uh, showing emails, text messages... And all kinds of other stuff disputing this claim that Christian had nothing to do with it. And in fact, uh, claiming that Chris Jenner uh, made them reshoot the sex tape, watched the sex tapes multiple Yikes. times, Yikes. Um, and commented on what would be best in terms of the look for Chris. He also alleges that, uh, what would be best for Kim, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He also alleges that Chris rushed him to get this contract signed. He also shows some alleged contract on like a, whatchamacallit, a projector, screen projector. It was all weird. At some point, a bug flew on his face, and he he said, Chris Jenner's throwing everything at me. That one got a whole <laughs> lot of laughs. <laughs> And apparently he, you know, he claims the reason he is going off about this now is because his kids are getting older and he doesn't want them to think it's okay to leak sex tapes, which he claims he had nothing to do with. Now, I believe him uh, on all counts, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, I'm just not invested. That was... Yeah. I feel like I had class when that came
1: came out. (laughs) Like,
0: I had, like... (laughs) Matter at homeroom, like I don't. That was. Like,
1: oh, you meant literal. You meant like school class. I thought you meant like I'm classy. I don't have time for this. Oh <laughs> you
0: know, no, that's
1: no. You meant I'm was... I'm clocked in, logged in for the schoolwork, honey. I'm in you know, high like school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you meant no? Open your pages to chapter three. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I also um, believe. Ray J, just because as sick as, as it is to think of, like, a mother watching her daughter's sex tape and being like, girl, go back and do this part. Because when he was hitting it from the back, you wasn't selling it. Like, as, Oh, God. As, as, as gross as that is to think about.
0: And it's gross.
1: It's disgusting. If I can picture a mother slash manager doing that shit, it's Kris Jenner. Same. <laughs> I can fully see her being like, Kimberly... I know you're devastated right now, but I'm going to need you to go back and adjust the lighting for scene four because it's really not hitting. It's not giving what it's supposed to have game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if we could just, if, uh, if we could just wax the gooch, just a
1: taste more. I'm just saying, sister, you're looking a little Armenian down there and I would love for you to go ahead and clean that up. Okay,
0: wait, that's not what I'm doing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I that's, do, but that's like, I, I just, meant, I said it. I meant it. <laughs> I can see Chris really stepping into the whole girl, go back, shave your pussy, and do it over. Like, I could really, I mean, see that.
0: I, I can as well. <laughs> um, I just, how many more times is, how are this? I was gonna Fucking say, can it not be over?
1: Bro, like, can it not be? But honestly, it's the Kardashians' fault because they brought it up as a storyline on that Hulu show. They made it a say, whole they thing. They did
0: bring it up and yeah. make it a whole thing again, where he went and got it was like, "Oh, second Kanye second saved the, of the, day.
1: the day."
0: Yeah, the director's cut, the yeah. Snyder cut, or whatever the fuck they cut, did and...
1: that. So this is this being <laughs> in the news um. is their is their fault. It is their fault. They want us to be talking about it because a new season of that show is about to come out. So I wouldn't even be shocked if Ray J was paid to say this. Nothing right. about that family would Don't shock me because they will do because they will do anything for money, for clicks, for views, for likes. They are the the definition of the family that will do anything for cloud
0: in the name of Cardi Bellkalispe. <laughs>
1: Bless our heart. Cardi is doing a lot lately.
0: <laughs> Rapper slash singer uh P Rock unfortunately lost his oh life God. at Roscoe's chicken waffles in LA this past week.
1: So crazy.
0: Um I think they're still trying to get details on the shooter, but they're saying that he's possibly was looking to rob the celebrity and mm-hmm. some people are blaming a post from his girlfriend that made its way to instagram with their location uh, tagged to it um pb mm-hmm. rock was pronounced dead at the hospital with multiple gunshot wounds mm-hmm. and numerous people in the industry and fans have been sharing their Condolences as well as opinions, many strong opinions. When I saw this news, I was just like, once again, shocked by uh, how often this is happening. Yeah. Saddened by it, and then immediately uh, away from the internet because I just, I I don't. Mm -mm. It's like, yep. Someone dies, and too many of y'all need to be heard. Yeah. Too many of y'all whose opinions don't matter.
1: Absolutely. It's the hashtag discourse is too much for me.
0: I'm not interested.
1: Mm -mm, Not participating in that. And especially because like niggas ran with like seeing his girlfriend's last Instagram story or whatever and being like, oh, she posted they were at Roscoe so it's her fault. And niggas like rushing to blame her for that.
0: Like you should be able to
1: as if she's Not the one nothing. who pulled the fucking trigger. Like, right. <laughs> she didn't kill like, her boyfriend. Niggas did that.
0: You should be able to just be like, hey, we're at Roscoe's without yeah. having to worry that someone is going to pull up and murder you or rob you. Like, right. Yes, many people would consider that, sure, but like, it is no one's fault who was there eating their food. Right. For posting, like,
1: And, like, we're at, like, we're at fucking Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, and apparently she posted this, and then he was shot 10 minutes or less afterwards, which leads me to believe that it's not necessarily her post, but the fact that he is a very famous amongst niggas person, and anybody at the fucking Roscoe's could have recognized him. Anybody! Anybody at that Roscoe's could have texted their partner and been like, "Uh, yeah, so their nigga rock is up here. Like, it could have been anything, but y'all default to blaming women whenever you can find a chance to do so. And that's what I find disgusting. Like, I didn't know this young man. Obviously, I'm not a huge um, connoisseur of his music, but it's just tragic to hear about niggas eating chicken and getting gunned down and having the chain snatch. Like, y'all just... I know shit is bad out here, but damn, this is crazy. It's so really mess, horrible. It's mess, really, sorry. it's really awful what is going on. So right. yeah, rest in peace to him. Shout out to his daughters. I hope they, they have everything they need. But and yes, and to his girlfriend that she has all the healing and support that she deserves. Cause niggas have been absolutely wilding when it comes to her over the past few days.
0: Um R. Kelly was convicted of six out of 13 charges that he's facing in his Chicago trial, federal trial, uh, he's found guilty of three child pornography charges and three counts of enticing minors for sex, um, but acquitted on seven other charges. These include conspiracy to receive child pornography and obstruction of justice, um. Mm -hmm. I think his former manager was also acquitted for similar charges. So I read that these charges, it's like, how many? It's like 20 years. Damn. Okay, each... Each of the child pornography counts carries a sentence of up to 20 years. Good. And the enticement charges carry 10 years per charge. She ain't getting out. Um, I mean, Mama, this is the Chicago trial. And then the he got sentenced 30 years in prison for the, the New York sex trafficking and racketeering charges. And he's awaiting trial in Cook County for sexual assault and sexual abuse cases for four other women. And then he's got charges Woo. in Minnesota for soliciting a minor.
1: It's not looking good.
0: <laughs> so at this point.
1: It never was, though. Yeah. Fuck right out of here with we that. We all
0: know why the cage bird sings.
1: Yeah. I'm shocked that these, right. that these other niggas were acquitted or, or found not guilty or whatever. But. Mm. I mean, the evidence against R. Kelly has been there since I was a child. So don't look to me for sympathy in this particular matter because he had every opportunity to stop abusing young people and just didn't. For whatever reason, he did not. So I don't have nothing else for you. Um,
0: It has been a wild week. For a female rat, um, specifically surrounding one Nicolas Minaj.
1: Let me let me find a, a
0: remix shot. that she put out, a remix that she put out. Mm-mm. Um, do you have any feelings? Do you uh, want to share before I? Just... Is
1: there? <clears throat> so I'm not sure if I've. Have... Her is it? Is it a remix, The Super Freaky Girl?
0: Yeah,
2: I did it's
1: like not. The second remix, oh, the one with, with like a bunch of girls on it, like a bunch of
0: JT, Bia, Akbar V, yeah, and and Katie got banned,
1: so that I did not. Um,
0: and yeah. Malibu Mitch,
1: I didn't have those names, I don't know. I didn't press play on that remix. I did tune into the new. It's not Queen Radio because it's not on Apple Music. I'm not sure what it is, but I tuned into the new bootleg version of that, um, mm. and I listened to that. So I heard that, but I did not hear this remix. I heard Nicki saying a bunch of things that didn't make any sense for someone of her stature, of her demeanor, of her legacy, of her talent, of her accomplishments. I heard her, I heard her talking like somebody who doesn't have any of the things that Nicki Minaj has talking about Garcelle Beauvais and little subliminal shots at other rap girls like Cardi and Megan and it just felt very tired and extremely old to me but I know the Barb's feel differently because they've been attacking different people online and may have run up against the right one this time shout out to Kim okay (laughs) okay Go ahead, go ahead, friend. You can do it.
0: No, I don't give a fraction of a frog's fat ass. I know that's right. about any of this. I don't care about none of it none of it none of it I don't understand being mad about a song that you're not on I don't understand the back and forth Mm -hmm. I don't understand like I'm I do not (laughs) like girl I'm so disinterested my Nicholas could not pay me to be interested in have a conversation about this. I don't care. I just want to hear good music. I just want to enjoy female rap yeah. without all of the hashtag shade, the fandom meme, the, ooh, this you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't fucking care about this shit, bro. I don't care. I It's so fucking dumb and irrelevant. Y'all not talking about nothing. Like, I don't... Get, I'm over it. I'm yes. over it. I mm-hmm. just want to hear good songs. That's it. I just want to hear the girlies' rap. that's it. I'm not interested in any more of the Instagram back and forth. y'all got <laughs> it. like y'all, i I and i I see it for what it is, which is marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's makes it even more tired for me but and yeah. and it's not even one particular individual that is guilty of this. I, ju- I just mm-hmm. want to hear the girls rap. I don't even care if you dissing each other on the songs no more. But what I'm not interested in, in is like keeping up with three dozen screenshots from fan accounts about what some some right. he should He said she said, they said about what could possibly be related to Doja Cat's leftover wigs. Bitch,
1: I don't... (laughs) Not her leftover wigs.
0: (laughs) Like, I I don't care.
1: Yeah. I feel like... Y'all got it. Yeah, for the... (laughs) My thing is, like, I definitely have issue with... Nikki antagonizing the situation, encouraging the barbs in her own subtle way to continue the bullshit they're doing. But also, I feel like I mean, I've said it before, you know, Cardi is 3 years old. I know how much y'all love that quote. <laughs> um, but Cardi is 3 and also grown and Cardi still be participating in a lot of this same dumb shit that Nikki also be participating in and like, I'm, I get that everybody is not Beyonce, okay? I get that. Everybody is not like too good for social media. Everybody is not gonna fly above. JT and Carisha say, you know, they like to tweet through the shit they're going through just like everybody else. It's a new era. Oh, it's a new era with the girls, okay? Everybody is not gonna act like they're better than all of it and just stay out of the bullshit. But I truly wish y'all would because the constant back and forth and sniping at people and oh when I do it it's crazy but when they do it it's fine and oh well now I'm suing and now you're suing your mom and now I'm suing your pussy hair and now I'm suing your pussy lips like it's just when it goes back and forth this many times I get very bored very quickly so for me it's like it's it's Azealia it's Cardi it's Nikki all of y'all Azealia in that whole oh I put the battery in Nikki's back about the did you see this
0: I don't know what you're talking sure. about. Like, so, I don't even know how she's involved in this. So, this is what I'm talking about. right? I know you don't, <laughs> like, but
1: Nikki said something on, you know, the live broadcast about how people were out here hiring voodoo priestesses to do voodoo on her or whatever. And...
0: I saw that in the notes. Yeah. And that's <laughs> when I was just like, okay, I'm not doing passions. Like, that's what I'm not going to do. Like, this is where I'm checking out and I'm going to actually get my luggage. In fact... Fair. Y'all can send me my luggage.
1: <laughs> but I don't, you, even, are you sure? I don't even need a way for it. Mm, okay. I mean, that's all right.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, somebody can send me my luggage. I'm out.
1: Because, I mean, that's what Beyonce said. But it was like, so Azelia chimed in was like, yeah, that was me. You know, I was fucking with Nikki's mind. I told her that Cardi's grandma was doing voodoo on her, and, and now she's all fucked up and spiraling and all this. And it's like, Girl, I don't know what you thought this did, but to me, it makes you just as messy as she is. Like, this is just as stupid and just as pointless. And you you just feed into this whole stupid, pointless media machine that is gonna, like, grow and thrive off of this same pointless story. Like, who cares? I wish all of y'all, all all of y'all, all all of y'all would leave it on the fucking record. And let the fans decide. This social media shit.
0: I don't even care about the fans deciding.
1: I mean, <laughs> I don't I, I feel like that is the thing that makes me the oldest is the fact that I want all y'all to log off. I do. I want everybody I who has song. achieved a certain amount of his success to just log on and be like, hey girl, new album out. Hey girl, don't forget to vote this Tuesday. Hey girl, new <laughs> single out. Like I'm fine with you giving us little updates on your life and going back to your rich-ass existence. This back and forth and, oh, well, I lied to Nikki then, but there's no way for you to know if I'm lying to you now, so just believe me anyway. Shit that Azalea is doing, this entire clownery that Nikki is doing, even Cardi, like, going back and forth with that girl who owes her $4 million and the Barb's and everybody fucking body else. Like, all of y'all, please. Please, I'm begging at this point. Like, can we just play the fucking music?
0: Probably I not. Honestly, like,
1: probably not. But I'm hoping.
0: I don't even care. Like, <laughs> sweet. At this, point, I'm okay. Here's the thing. I I feel an immense pressure, in um delivering sometimes. Okay. And, you know, I know there's a lot of discussion around this and I'm hoping that people who might expect, you know, Oh, and sh- she said this and shade tea, honey, because we <laughs> <Reed Boots." laughs> I like if I'm just, it's I don't want to disappoint that. those people because it's like there's a realm for that. A lot of y'all are having fun with it, I'm sure. I just personally am so exhausted of the like female rap,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the social media wars, stand war. Like, I don't give a fuck at this point. I just want to hear the music. That's it. I yeah. don't care. I just want to, like, you being mad about being on a song or not being on a song, you being mad about something that somebody tweeted or didn't tweet or whatever, it's not going to make you any less talented. It's not going to make your music good or bad. It's not like... And ultimately, that's what it all... Relies on your fans can gas you up about your song being fire all the, all you want to you know if it's trash and critics are gonna tell you if it's trash like and people who really are unbiased and don't give a fuck about kissing any ass are gonna tell you it's trash like that's those are the people that you really are pressed about all of these mm-hmm. people everybody all of them you know what I'm saying? so I don't care yeah. no more about what somebody said on the gram or who I will you would do a song with somebody when they don't like like I don't what yeah what, I, I don't what why are we doing
1: this For what yeah I fully get that and me, it. I mean obviously I don't understand why Nikki is choosing the shenanigans she's choosing but I also don't understand why the she rest of you himself. are doing I mean, but Nikki has cracked the code as far as, like, if you want to go number one for a week, she knows how to do that. The same way everybody else is doing it. Bundle.
0: See, you're not even going to bait me into doing this. I'm not doing (laughs) that. I mean, but it's
1: literally the same formula as everybody else. Bundle it into merch sales with a download or a a physical copy of the CD, the single, the album, or, or whatever else. And then energize your fans. Tell them, like... If you want me to go number one, stream this, buy this, do this, like Nikki will engage her. What are they called? The fucking the not the monsters the barbs. Damn. <laughs> he just said it two seconds ago. Shout out to Tequila. She's doing her fucking job. Um, so she will do that. Like Nikki will completely engage her fan base in order to get what she needs, even if it's not sustainable long term. So. I, I I say all this to say as much as I have been keeping up with the drama, I fully get not wanting to tap in at all because ultimately it's all fucking stupid and it means nothing.
0: I'm just saying if it tickles your fancy and gets your water cooler, you know hot and spicy, great yes I'm just yes, hopefully not water. disappointing. Whatever.
1: Fleet water. That's a thing. Yeah.
0: Ew. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm just so exhausted by it right now, bro. That Ooh. I don't have like I ho- I hope to not disappoint anyone by saying like poor Bria. The, we got like a new uh, like production coordinator uh, pulling in notes and stuff like that. Bless her heart. This girl pu- pulled it transcripts, did, oh, did all she? the screenshots, all this of that. information, I didn't and, get and none I was of that. just like, bless <laughs> Bria, bless you, sweet peach. Welcome to the team. We love you ever so much. I am not going over I it. Got I got none of you.
1: I, just want to I shout don't. I got none of that,
0: bitch. Like, <laughs> like,
1: Woo, shout moving out to Brea.
0: Right along, yeah. I, I'm not gonna do it. I'm and not gonna fine. do it because it's fine. it has nothing to do with music. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the music. It's not gonna make anybody's album sound good. I said what none I
1: said. It. I said what I had to say about the whole situation, which is everybody needs to fucking grow up. If you're telling lies for the fun of it, grow up. Just grow up. I'll get to
0: 50 Cent later. Because everybody's being ridiculous. That's it for the Hot Tops. Yeah. Amen. This week. We're going to take a break and move on and read your
2: letters. After After we do.
0: You ought to be. What?
1: Welcome back,
0: girlies. In the
1: hell do you have to talk about? Please don't be the WNBA. <laughs> please don't be the W.
0: Welcome back, girlies, <laughs> to another segment of Kid Fury Swear Shorts where we're here to talk about what's also bad. Football bitch. Oh, okay.
1: Thank God. Thank God. Thank God.
0: AKA American soccer. Oh,
1: I was so
2: worried. <laughs> okay.
0: That's right. The football girlies have returned they have. to the the field, to the grass, the um pigskin. And yep. you know some big games week one primarily the Browns defeating um, the Panthers. Yeah. That was... 26-24 I believe. That's off the dome girl because I have information because I know sports.
1: Oh, yeah you do. And I mean with all of the controversy surrounding their quarterback there's a lot man, to talk about there. How do you feel yeah, about that?
0: but... We're not talking about I it. I
1: bet we aren't. No, we're not. <laughs> I we're bet actually we're not. Going to
0: discuss <laughs> too much controversy. Okay. And sports short. Yeah. You have to keep They're in not mind. Sports it's been a while, but it's just yeah. remember. They're our sports epic. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not enough sports journey. You're
1: right. I'm I'm here for it, friend. Who are we talking about? We're here to talk
0: about the Thrilling battle between Between the Atlanta Falcons and New Orleans Saints. Yes! (laughs) Yes!
1: Yes! (laughs) Yes! my nigga
0: I'd like for you to
1: let's talk no let's talk about it (laughs) amen of all the games you could have picked I praise God you chose this one okay (gasps) okay I'm ready okay well the atlanta falcons
0: (laughs) and the new orleans saints bitter and harsh rivals
1: oh god it's so big
0: um took to the field to battle one another this past week one of the national football league Mm -hmm. and um the Saints walked away victorious 27 to 26 was this game um shout out to the likes of James Winston that's his name it is. He is Winston. that's his name yeah just touchdowns and and yards we did that Will Lutz, a 51 yard field goal. Correct. With 19 seconds left mm-hmm. alongside James Winston. It's just, it's, Ooh. you know, it's phenomenal, folks. The coaching debut of one mm-hmm. Dennis Allen. Could he do it? The girls wanted to know, the children. The answer is yes. And folks are wondering, how is it? That Atlanta was able to mess this one up. What was going on? You yes, know, Jarvis I know Landry. Your
1: about that for sure.
0: They're so powerful and yeah. so strong. Thank you. And my feelings are the same as always. That you know, you got to look out for Falcons. They're. <laughs> a bird of prey but also can be the prey themselves to the hunter.
1: Okay. The hell is this?
0: Incorrect. Um you know, it's been an, an interesting time for them without um that one guy. Yeah. Or that other one. That's not There anymore? Which one?
1: one, Which one? Who's the first one?
0: The um, you know the guy. I do.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan. Okay.
0: Ryan Matthew.
1: Uh, Ryan Matthew plays for which team? Matthew Ryan. Matthew Ryan plays for which team?
0: No longer plays for. The Falcons
1: and Matt Ryan being gone from the Falcons had something to do with the Falcons losing.
0: It's just you know, sometimes it can be a shakeup to morale and to rhythm as well as okay, uh, <laughs> passion. Okay. Also, um.
1: But the Saints don't have their regular quarterback anymore either. So what do you make of that?
0: You know, the thing about the Saints is that you know they they overcame a lot through we have. um the the use of, of fervor <laughs> um and um Gatorade. Um, tennis shoes, oh
2: god,
1: and
0: um, 50 cent wings. 50 cent wings. The
1: Saints have a new quarterback and a new head coach, and still beat the Falcons. What do you make of that? Well, you know. I
0: have a theory okay. that you know it's a conspiracy theory I've been hearing about that I actually agree with.
1: Interesting. A lot, okay.
0: Which is the, the possibility that that um, the Atlanta's new theme song, um, <laughs> starring Rotimi of s- Power on Star Fame, could be to blame. <laughs> Now, there is a section of the fandom that is blaming Rotimi for the Atlanta Falcons loss by bringing um, bad energy to the city by singing a terrible theme song uh, titled Rise Up.
1: As someone who is not from Atlanta.
0: As someone who is not from Atlanta with Atlanta being home to so So
1: many many (laughs) artists.
0: Just Just literally too many So many, So many. Just
1: Uh, Atlanta and the metro area. It's honestly...
0: (laughs) I mean... Could have just
1: Uh, thrown
0: a french fry and hit a better decision. But... You know that's where my feelings lie in terms of um, the performance. I think my suggestion to the Atlanta Falcons would be to uh, keep keep your head up, rise rise up, yeah, and um, <laughs> How get a new theme song <laughs> and get a new theme song, and and I'm certain that when that happens that they will have a, a brighter future. Because I know what I'm talking about.
1: Don't you, as a sports Any expert... Questions? Yes. Don't you feel like Amaretta the Great would have been a much better decision to do this song as opposed to a nigga from Jersey?
0: You know... What you're talking about sounds a little too much like right. And sometimes... <laughs> okay. You know... You don't want to go for like the obvious, well received, um, common sense. Okay. Lucrative decision. All right. Sometimes you want to, you know, spice things up, jazz things up.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and 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 make a new decision. Um. And this is why I once again believe that they could have just tossed a pebble anywhere in the city of Atlanta. Anywhere. And hit a better chore.
1: So many very talented artists. I agree. I would also love to know, since I have the opportunity to speak to a sports expert. Absolutely. um, Something that very rarely happens for me. I would love to know how you feel about Atlanta Going into the fourth quarter um, with a twenty-three and ten lead, actually getting up yeah. to a twenty-six and ten lead, and then letting yeah. New Orleans score two touchdowns and a field goal to win the game. What happened with Atlanta? Was it an offensive failure? Was it a defense defensive failure? Was was it a coaching error? What does Atlanta need to do to right this ship? You know, um I love
0: Your laughing is is um no, antagonistic. Sorry.
1: I, bar- I barely got it out.
0: It's antagonistic. <laughs> it's villainous. It's villainous. Um there's a poison to it and a venom. You're not and wrong. I find it wildly unnecessary. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: sorry. Okay, yes, I'm sorry. <clears throat> what can it let us know? interesting better?
0: that you brought up a coaching error, you know. Hmm. Uh, Arthur Smith, coach of the Falcons, said uh, to the reporters, you guys wrote our obituary back in May. Yeah. And you'll continue to write our obituary. ESPN. Who cares? Um And you know, with that kind of attitude. How can you, oh. you know, rise up to the occasion, you know? So I would say, hey sir, do you you turn that frown upside down and yeah. pick your chin up? And
1: Absolutely.
0: And and you just get everyone a lemon yeah. pepper wet and you just
1: That's right, friend. That's it. Don't you feel like that remark showed a real lack of accountability on behalf of the coach? You know, I don't want to place
0: blame, and I don't want to be the shady girl in sports talk because I want to set a precedent.
2: Oh, okay.
0: For um, the children moving forward, because <laughs> right. I take the the realm uh, and my platform, my platform very
1: seriously. Yeah, you do.
0: And so I just want to say, um, yes, girl, get it together. And how dare you? And who do you think you are, Diva?
1: Great. I think any that, other questions? N- honestly, no. I think you Great. have answered every question I could possibly have to ask you about this game.
0: <laughs> Predictions for week two um, there will be more. Game okay, yes, <laughs> and um, lot, um, numerous records,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh huh, and um, a win that you won't see coming.
1: Wow, what a prediction! Mm-hmm. A win from whom? Who do you think will win that we don't see coming? Which team?
0: That's it for sports shirts. Bro, I talk, <laughs> like, it's just been such. You know, we just can't keep. We've got other things. We do to make it a sports podcast. So, you know, so who do you think. We'll- <laughs> Spin off territory, and it's just not.
1: So, who do you think will win game three of the WNBA Finals?
0: Sweetie, the, the Divas.
1: You're right about that. <laughs>
0: That's right. The
1: demons are and taking you it. Someone, You're right about that.
0: The team that wins will have a player <laughs> with at least 12 inches in their backseat. <laughs> <laughs> good night. And good evening. That's just been Good for Sports Shorts. You're welcome, (laughs) as always. Um, I'm not willing to take any questions over the internet. um, (laughs) But you're welcome for today's information.
1: I will tell the girls to stay strapped up. Thank you so much for it. Mm -hmm. All right.
0: It's time to read your letters.
1: It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. And we may read them aloud on the show. We have an update this week from Serena who had the friend Manny who has ADHD and said that that was the reason she couldn't clean up after herself Um, and always left Serena's house a mess and things like that. So Serena says, hey, y'all, I tried to talk to Manny again and really communicate how I was feeling and offer strategies for her ADHD since I was diagnosed as a child and my mom made it a priority to teach me these coping skills. But Manny basically sent me several paragraphs calling me selfish, a bad friend, saying I want her to be a friendship robot, and then also said I wanted too much all at the same time. My boyfriend encouraged me to let things cool down, but then a mutual friend sent me screenshots of her talking shit about me and accusing me of owing her $160 for two paintings from from Ross, which I know for a fact... <sighs> She only spent $40 on. <laughs> and then saying she was going to call my mama. Now, I'm not scared of my mom knowing my business, but bitch, you got me fucked up if you think you're going to even play with me like that. So since I'm <laughs> such a bad friend, I set Manny free to find a better one. Shrug emoji. I packed all her shit up at my apartment, took the paintings she gave me as gifts and dropped them dropped them off at her house and told her not to call or text me or my mama unless she wants a problem. Since then, my Ooh. life has been great. My house has been clean and my letter got chose on my favorite Life's podcast. great, but still good. <laughs> okay, pussy still sparkling. Thanks for your advice, Serena. Serena, I'm sad that your friendship had to end that way. However, I stand by the whole, like, people have to do the basics of respecting your home. It's fine. You can spill anything in my house. If I invite you to into my home, I trust you to tell me if something has gone so wrong to where you can't fix it. I do. (laughs) It could be spilling the Kool-Aid, spilling the milk, spilling the tequila. Just tell me so that. Shit doesn't get sticky and gross and dried on my counter, and roaches come through. It's really roaches for me. I don't want it's vermin. Really I don't like want this. vermin in my home, girl. And New York City, they're begging to come into your apartment. All they need is a reason. Sweetie, so, <laughs> so <laughs> they fly. They here. do. They flock. They want to be in your house so bad. So no fly yeah oh yes with We're the, with the wings yeah they do no they do that yes <laughs> that's you, you over there in Los Angeles
0: no 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 I can't
1: live like that I cannot Hell live no. I cannot live like that
0: like it's fine you spilled something but okay. just tell me girl tell me like let's just clean it up
1: i can get the bleach and water and clean this up and have it not be an issue but since this person turned it into a whole like oh you're not a good friend and blah oh, let's blah. let's just
0: discuss your character right as a human being. so you do like, oh, okay.
1: right you do whatever feels best for you to work that out i'm sorry that it wasn't um something that enabled you all to still be friends maybe one day in the future but I fully get protecting yourself and your things, um, however you can at this point. Yes. So our first letter this week comes from Eva, who says, I have a would you rather question for each of you. Kit Fury, you're up first. Would you rather have to go through the horrifying journey known as pregnancy and childbirth or... Or... Would you rather have to sit next to a row of unsupervised, unchaperoned children in every movie you watch in theaters for the next two years? You cannot. You cannot wait. You cannot opt to wait for the movies to come out on streaming, and you can't just refuse to watch movies for two years. But the fact that you immediately was like, "I'll do that." <laughs> You said I'll sit next to y'all's badass kids. I won't be having one, (laughs) though.
0: I still hate that. I don't care. Like
1: You said pregnancy? Ripping me up from the root of to the toter?
0: I'm literally never going to choose that. I'm so sorry. First of all, that leads to having children, which I'm also not interested in. I mean, you can give them away, but still... You do have to have oh, oh, that's true. That is true. You can
1: drop it off at the fire station. No questions asked. <laughs> but still. But, but still. No, I'm
0: fine. Yeah. that's fine. Also, you, I watch a lot of TV. I play a lot of video games. I read books. So, you know, movie, one medium. It's fine.
1: But. You sitting next to a row of children for the new Marvel movie or whatever, for the new Black mm-hmm. Panther, you're, mm-hmm. you're the only adult in a row of nine-year-olds and all mm-hmm. their parents said, fuck this, I'm going to watch Notting Hill or whatever. And it's just you
2: mm-hmm. and
1: a bunch of children mm-hmm. loud and talking through the whole fucking movie. You'll take that over childbirth.
0: They didn't say loud and talking through the whole movie. They I just mean, no, but
1: they're children. And so they are going to uh, unsupervised children in a movie theater. They're going to talk. Children are only quiet because adults tell them to be quiet.
0: Nobody said they were unsupervised, baby, because you, un- you, you, so <laughs> you said that I'm sitting in the room I said they're You said that I'm sitting in the road. But you don't So guess what? You said that I'm sitting in the road. So guess what? But you don't know. They're going to learn like- to shut the fuck up today. <laughs> they're gonna learn to shut the fuck up today
2: all right well
0: Mm -hmm. i have them just like uh okay (laughs) shirley ralph on abbott elementary oh my students are just okay they respect me baby girl they don't Don't play with mrs
1: howard they do not play with mrs howard they might play with janine they might (laughs) play with mr hill they might even on a bad day play with Miss Sheminty. but they're not playing with miss howard and that's that on that. I know that's right.
0: They'll love By the end of the day, movie, they will love me.
1: So Eva also says, Crystal, would you rather have to wear ice blue colored contacts every day for a year? Or have to transcribe T.I.'s autobiography as he dictates it to you face to face? You cannot. Why didn't they just
0: ask you if you'd like to be shot? In your literally,
1: mouth? because then the caveat is you can't wear sunglasses or anything else to hide the context.
0: This is way worse than mine.
1: It is. I agree. And yet, I feel just as sure <laughs> about my answer. I would. I can easily transcribe Ti's autobiography because Ti is not using very big words. Sorry to say this, he's not Mariah Carey, but like. These aren't big words. And even the words he thinks are big are words that I've known since I was in like the fourth grade. So Mm. it would not be difficult for me to transcribe this. Perhaps listening to T.I. would be extremely annoying. I imagine that
0: would be. Yeah,
1: that's the real issue. It's (laughs) like I'm going to have to pop several edibles, maybe take a few shots to get through this. But I could do this in my sleep. Wearing ice. and you
0: can't just like argue with him, right? It's his, it's and and his, and like, I and I don't to have to. Do it. No,
1: it actually, just put him in the booth, you know, because he's recording for the audiobook or whatever. Put him in the booth. I'm in a totally that separate room. Like no, no, no. That feels well, like a she, didn't that, of putting she didn't say that though. She
0: didn't Well,
1: okay, face to face. Even still, I'm not going out every day in blue contact lenses for y'all to think that I'm that type of person. I'm not doing that. I don't want I can't have. (laughs) And I'm really trying to care less about what other people think. But I can't ice blue, white walker contacts. Blue. Baby, I'm so sorry. My name is not insert any negro here who is striving for white acceptance. I'm not that girl. I I wouldn't speak to me either. I would look at me in the mirror and be like, you're literally a fucking coon. I would not talk to me. The T.I.'s autobiography thing, you can keep that a secret. When you tell niggas and you're like, oh, I was a ghost transcriber for this. I got $150,000 for that. Niggas would be like, get your fucking money. Let's go out. Let's do some coke. Like, that's one thing. Having to show up in public every day for a year in ice blue contacts no, thank you. I'd rather not work. So, I would thank you, Eva, for these horrible choices. I would choose to transcribe T.I.'s autobiography, um, just like if you would rather sit next to those unruly children. But if you have any other similarly... Nobody
0: said unruly. I really would love to read it again. Because he didn't, I no, said.
1: she didn't say unruly, but she said unsupervised and unchaperoned. These are children who are by themselves. But I... Am there. But you are not their adult. It does not matter. Not to you, but these are new kids.
0: That's fine. These new kids are See, on what, some new shit. What, you left them with me in the movie. <laughs> guess what?
1: So I'm cussing they black asses. Out.
0: <laughs> guess what? They're going to be they'll be safe. They will be completely safe. Listen. As a matter of fact, they'll be safer. With under me. my supervision, than probably <laughs> then anybody probably anybody else, because you, right? I'm going to make sure that they're not only silent, yeah. but they're still.
1: Yeah.
0: What's safer than that?
1: <laughs> uh, thank you. And as much
0: as I can stand kids, if they're in harm's way, I would probably do everything I could to make sure that they were safe.
1: Same, which is very annoying because I'm very much like, oh, girl, you and your kids. But then like. Let me see an I mean. unchaperoned child out in the wild. Like when I'm riding my bike, especially, and I see a little kid riding their bike by themselves, any race, any gender. I'm automatically like I'm watching this Where? child with my life until an adult shows up.
2: Like, I can't help it. Because
1: I know, and I know a lot of people let their kids like, oh, you ride ahead of me and you stop right here, you know, at the light because you know to stop. And like, I'm teaching you how to ride a bi- bike in New York which is fine but on the off chance that this is a little child riding their bike by themselves i'm watching this nigga with my life so um fully get that if you have any similar fun like would you rather this or that type questions for us go ahead and send them over to the inbox but let's dive into our other letters this week our first one oh we comes from You know what? Let's go with Ivory. No, let's go with Charlotte first. Charlotte says, I'm a black woman in my late 30s with a good group of girlfriends. I'm single and childless and recently got a huge promotion. So at this point, I'm out earning everyone in my friend group by about $300,000. We've all talked openly about money and salary and how we all want to be millionaires. Right now, my friends make anywhere from fifty to 120000 per year. And I can't help but notice how ever since I started this new job, people are automatically looking to me whenever we go out. It happened gradually over time, but this past weekend was really too much. We all went to go out and party, a.k.a. do coke, and everybody kept telling me to cash out them so they can go make runs. So when I sent my normal cut of the cost of the Coke, I was met with, well, why can't you just get the whole bunch? I laughed it off and everybody then chipped in as normal. So I thought things were back to normal. But later that night, everything got crazy again. Historically, when we go out, it's time. It's everyone who buys a round for the group and we all take turns. This weekend, I got the first round. And it seemed like one by one, my friends kept coming up Are to me like, no, no, this is now about alcohol. <laughs> everybody chipped in for the bones. <laughs> everybody chipped in for the coke. Okay. So no, okay. All right. But no, okay. historically, when they go out, everybody buys a round of drinks for the group. Mm-hmm. This weekend, I got the first round and it seemed like one by one, my friends were coming up like, oh, girl, I'm ready for my next drink. But I was confused as fuck and <laughs> told them to go buy drinks themselves. Mm-hmm or ask for rounds from other people in the group. At that point, I made the decision to just buy my own drinks. But then it came time to getting Ubers, and everybody was once again asking me to order them a car. Out of the six Ubers we took that night, I ordered four, mostly out of just wanting to get to the next place and not standing around arguing with these broads. Then we went to the after hour and ordered hookah, like we usually do. So, this hook- makes yes, me y'all. I feel like you're in Atlanta now since you said that just off top but um we ordered hookah like we usually do but instead of splitting it equally the bill came and everybody just looked at me at this point I was <laughs> high as hell drunk as hell and annoyed and over it so I paid the bill for the
0: hookah
1: and hookah <laughs> hook whatever that does to you I paid the bill <laughs> For all the hookah, gave them hoes some hugs and and caught my own Uber to get some dick while they started arguing over who was going to order their Uber and food for the next after hour spot. In the group chat the next day, everybody was all like, oh, bitch, we had a time last night. But of course y'all did. And it was mainly at my expense. I haven't responded in the chat and I don't know how to even bring this up. I see how this disparity in income is affecting the friendships I have with these ladies, which I don't want. I honestly don't think it's even intentional, but they see me as a single woman making this money and automatically think that I just got it, which, I mean, to be fair, I do. But (laughs) there should be some sort of reciprocity, and I really don't think I should be taken advantage of. Yes, it could all be so simple. What would you both do how should I approach the situation? Thanks, Charlotte.
0: Say no.
1: <laughs> so I feel like the main issue here, the very obvious one, is that like you should say something to your friends. But also, saying something to your friends can be difficult if you are not used to having to be confrontational or to have those kind of conversations. Yeah. So I think for me when it's hard for me Ugh, to say something it, it is it is hard. But for me I think like what is easiest is to just spit out the prequel what I call the prequel which is just like hmm. oh girl I got something to say to you or oh bitch like let's talk real quick I have something oh,
0: like to say. literally the beginning of
1: Yeah. Like, oh, I have something to say. This is going to be hard, but, like, I need to say it.
0: And then... Because then you have to say something. Oh, that's... Okay.
1: And then your friend is like, oh, bitch, I'm listening. Like, most people are like, oh, girl, whatever it is. Like, I'm listening. Like, most people don't expect to be confronted as a friend. But real friends don't have a problem with being confronted as a friend. Because they don't want to hurt you as a friend.
0: That's...
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, they don't want. That's it. They don't want to do anything that hurts you, and they may have no idea how you really feel about it. So I think the big, obvious, glaring issue here is like, say something to your friends about how you feel. Like they expect you to take care of everything.
0: Do you hear that ADHD bitch leaving funny and dust on homegirls <laughs> top? countertop? <and> <laughs> Like, damn, can't I say nothing in this? Bitch?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> so just say something and and let the conversation go from there. Other than that, I would just say that if you're out earning you said your most of your friends make between 50 and 120,000, you said that you're <laughs> out earning them by about 300,000, which yeah. to me means you're making anywhere between 250 and Four hundred and fifty k, which means oh, you math the math. I mean, just very quickly here in my head, that's very rough, but very quickly. Uh, I mean, literally not a mathematician, but if you'll give me that, I will take it. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but I will just say, if you're out earning your friends by three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry.
2: <laughs> you just have a way of saying things.
1: thank you. I feel the same way I do.
2: I feel- <laughs> okay, yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like not that you should have to pay for everything because this is clearly a sore spot for you. But yeah. I think <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you
1: you. But mm. I think that if it Fury would stop cracking up, <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'm dead.
1: I feel like it would be very beneficial for you to take some time to yourself and really think about this transition for you. What it means for you to now be making so much money, so much more than your friends. What that means as far as like your new position in society. Because if you're making, I'll say if you're making over a quarter million, you're in a whole nother league as far as most people (coughs) are concerned. Most people do not make anywhere close to that amount of money. And that's not American's. Or, or Brits or any... Like, that is globally. Most people are yeah. not making that kind of money. And so right. for me, I would say my friends don't act like this. They don't expect me to pay for everything. But I do typically do, you know, I pay for things quite frequently. Not because other niggas can't afford it. They can chip in and we can all split it. But more because... We're all having a good time and I want to keep that good feeling going. I love seeing my niggas happy and having fun, being drunk, being high, doing dumb shit, going to the strip club, whatever else. Like I love that. I love the good vibes. I love being a good hostess. And so, True. I and so I am willing to spend whatever Okay, maybe not literally, whatever. But I'm willing right. to I'm willing to pay for Ubers and niggas have never asked me to pay for their coke, but weed, I'm willing to pay for like high quality <laughs> yeah. weed and high quality alcohol. We're not serving anything but cosmigos at my birthday party because that is just how I feel about my birthday. <laughs> um Shocker. and that is right. Nobody is shocked that it's not gonna be nothing but tequila. <laughs> birthday party, but I'm fine with that because I want to see niggas turning up and having a good time. And anybody who needs a car can, I will offer it, honestly, especially if I know that my friend is working like a regular nine to five, nine to seven and working five, six, seven days a week. The fact that you took your one day off or took time off to come hang out with me, and I know how hard you work. Like, I'm glad to pay for that. I'm not saying you have to feel the way I do, but it might be really useful for you to take a step back and think about just how much fucking money you have. It might, it might really be useful as far as, like, you and your relationships, but regardless, <laughs> you need to talk to them about how you're feeling about this whole thing. So...
0: Okay, a couple things. I think that what you're talking about is definitely a state of mind Mm -hmm. that you have to, like, have. Like, I don't think that everyone... I think that it, it just coincides with your advice really well, which is that this person needs to, I think, really come to terms with what
1: Mm-hmm.
0: having this money mean because this
1: is a lot and, of and, money
0: and be comfortable with it because yeah. it feels because like I'm the same way as you like I don't care I like to be the one to just like keep things going like we're all out of dinner there's no talk about the bill because it's done Yeah, we're like oh I love know, that. The Uber like oh you know we're buying weed we're buying drugs whatever oh don't worry about it like I like
1: it's so fun
0: it's just like natural for me but I also can't think that I've been in positions where my group of friends have just looked at me like all right you know like so I can't rightfully say that I know what that feels like or that I would be okay with it. But I, I do agree that like, girl, think about
2: Mm -hmm.
0: how much money you have. It almost feels like it could be that like, you're on high alert. Yep. Yep because of this money. You're super sensitive you're also, because of yeah. how much
1: you suddenly make. Yeah. You're sensitive to the idea that people might be taking advantage of you
0: and treating yeah, and treating you differently because of it. Um and that might also be just tied into you kind of needing to to have a better sense of I don't know if security is even the right word but maybe just comfort in um, your friendships and stuff like that because like no one wants to feel like their friends are taking advantage of them or anybody's taking advantage of them or anything else like that but like girl if I make $50,000 a year and my friend make $300,000 more than me right? and we're down at the hookah spot like I'm still going to, like... I know me, so I'm still going to go in my pocket. Like, I know me. Like, I'm not even going to... Like, I don't even want to... Fa- me, personally, I would never want to even have my friend think that I want them to pay for me because they make money, make more money than me, or they have a lot of money, or whatever.
1: The fuck. Absolutely. So I'm still going I in my fucking pocket.
0: <laughs> still not look at my friend no kind of way but like if we're out partying and I make all of like all this money
1: yeah
0: I don't know like Crystal said I think maybe you need to take some time and spend this energy and money on yourself and just get comfy and cozy and
2: Mm.
0: you know and see what's worth moving forward. Because it's just you know, it shouldn't be that I mean, I don't know how much food could cost. Um so like I I know y'all spent a lot of money on it. Um uh, what's it like twenty dollars a mint julep? I don't I don't know what the
1: So yeah, I would just say that like this is I first of all I agree with my friend like this is a complicated situation but um, I think you know what it really comes down to for me is that like I want the memories more than anything else and for Mm -hmm. me like I me and my biological family I'm very close with my mother's side I'm not close at all with my father's side for me my friends are my family and they mean so much to me that this, the whole like, you know, who's paying for an Uber? Who's paying for the Waffle House? Who's paying for the Coke? Who bought the blunt? Like for me, that's less of an appointment at less. That's less important. And it's more about like, can I look back at this in 5, 10, 20, 30, 50 years and be like, nigga, we had a time that night, like, and I had a good time with my niggas. Like, I just feel like for me, that is more of a, of a priority. But for you, I think it's best for you to, you know, just take some time to figure out if that is your priority. Are these your closest friends or is this a friend group that you really could not give two shits about? These are just some people you hang out with because you don't have nothing else to do. Like, I would be less likely to pick up the tab and offer Ubers and all that for people I don't know. In fact, I would be not likely at all to do that. It would literally. And you said these are your friends. It would have to be like a super close friend group for me to be doing something like that. Um, Yeah. um, So. So there is that. But like your money. like Yeah. I mean, and just wanting to save your money. It's not like you are independently wealthy. Like you do still have to work for your money. You're not, you know, one of these girls out here who never has to work and you just have millions at your disposal. So I get it. I really do. I get being cautious about the money you have but you can't take it with you when you're gone. That's one of my favorite sayings. And the people who really matter to me, like me buying a blunt, me buying a Uber, me paying for dinner, that really does not. And I mean, I have to I have to stress this. My friends don't pay the bill because I trick them out of it. They don't be looking at me, right? They don't. That's what I'm saying. They don't turn and look to me to automatically pay everything. They be trying, and I be finagling them bitches out of it. So that is also, if everybody expected me to pay, I would probably feel very differently. So I think that's what I'm saying. Talking to your friends and then also like having a very real assessment of the reality of your situation which is if you're out earning them by $300,000, simply making $300,000 puts you in like the top 1% of global earners. And you need to think about it that way. You have a lot of fucking money, girl.
0: But my thing is like you don't you don't owe anybody you don't. My behavior don't. with my friends or whatever when and my money comes naturally. It's not it's not something that I do for anything in return or expecting anything or because I want to seem someone. It comes naturally. If it doesn't come naturally to you with these people, that's one thing. And like I also said, and and Crystal has said, there's no energy of anybody looking to anybody else or expecting somebody to pick up the tab or anything like that when it comes to that energy as well so past like you figuring out what it means to have all of this money you also need to probably take some time to yourself Mm -hmm. and also have honest conversations with your friends about the way that you feel and feeling like you know Mm -hmm. just like different or maybe not wanting to be treated differently or whatever, however it is that you're feeling.
1: Or just like, this is not new behavior for y'all. So like, just because I'm making new money don't mean we don't all need to put in $60 for this cocaina. Like, if it's y'all's birthday, then yeah, I'll do that. I'll, 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 you know, but if I decide to take care of something, it's going to be a random surprise. It is, I'm probably not going to like, orchestrated beforehand but even still yeah i i i feel like i really understand you and then i also see this bigger picture of like i want you to understand that like as protective as you are over your newfound status as a rich bitch like you need to understand that you are a rich bitch and i think you need to decide what's more important to you is it these people Or is it the money? Because for most people, they're coming second to my money. But for my real friends that I consider family, for Kid Fury, I would do anything. Don't even ask me what the price is. I'm taking care of it. Like literally anything. So I think you need to ask yourself, like, what are these people to you? What does this money really mean to you? And then move forward accordingly and hopefully you get to keep your friend group. But if not, you know, I hope it all works out um, for the best.
0: Buy some new ones, too.
1: <laughs> no, girl, you might need to make new rich friends. <laughs> you might need to, and, 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 uh I hate that, honestly, because my closest friends I have had since I was, you know, 12, 13 years old. So for me, like the idea of making new friends because you're rich is very gross to me, but. Again, my friends don't ask for nothing. They have to. I have to coerce them niggas into doing things for them. So
0: I had like friends. Everybody's so mad at me. Rich, yeah. When I was, you know, quite poor. Oh yeah. And all it did was make me want to work hard so that I could be quite rich.
1: The only person who I ever still doing. The only person who I ever was like, oh, he got it was Charlemagne, <laughs> Because Charlemagne said that when he's out to dinner with richer niggas than him, he makes those niggas pay. So I was like, oh, OK. So if I'm out to dinner with you,
2: yeah,
1: then you're clearly you're paying for this, my nigga. Like, <laughs> I'm not even going to ask. I'm going to go in my purse like I'm doing that. Like, I'm not going to do that. But otherwise, no. it's all about. You know, like which relationship means more to me, the money or the relationships, the friendships, the camaraderie. And for me and my friends, it's, it's that over everything else. But good luck to you with figuring it out. Just really think about how I know America can make you feel like you're making half a million dollars and it's not that much money, but it is. It is. You might live in New York or San Francisco or LA or somewhere else very expensive. But baby, that is a lot of fucking money. So um good luck with figuring all that out. Let's move on to our last letter from Ivory. Ivory's got a name. Yes, I said that first, but Uh, Then I decided to do Charlotte's letter. So now we're we're coming back to Ivory's letter. Ivory says, I'm a 20-year-old mother with another baby on the way. I'm in a happy relationship, and I'm at the happiest point I have ever been in my adult life.
2: Mm.
1: I've been homeless and living on Skid Row since I was 16, and this year I was able to move into my dream apartment after working hard and building up my credit. I was going through a healing journey earlier this year and decided to invite my mom over to see my place since she kicked me out when I was 14. I decided to allow her to come over and have a relationship with my daughter. My mom has five kids and her last son is with her current husband, who she moved here from overseas when I was 14. She gave her new son my bedroom and sent me to live with my dad, who I barely knew which obviously did not work out. Fast forward to today, my mother bought her first home, which was supposed to be a family house, but she had two of my teenage brothers move an hour away with one of her friends because she said it's better for their basketball career. Am I wrong for thinking that my mother is selfishly moving my brothers away so she can have the quote-unquote perfect family with her husband and their son? The woman my brothers moved in with is a great person, But she's a night nurse, so she really won't be home with them. And her kids already smoke weed in the house whenever they feel like it. I just think my mom is throwing all her kids out when they get to the teenage stage. And I feel like this freedom is going to have them wilding and really fucking up any chance that they might have on an NBA career. What do y'all think about the situation? Am I wrong for just wanting to cut my mom off for good and never speaking to her again? Thanks, Ivory. Jeez. Ivory, I think you're in a very difficult position for somebody who is so young and so aware.
0: We're in an era of that. But...
1: Like, Ivory is only 20, but you've lived on Skid Row for the past four years. You have a baby. You have another one. And you have experienced some incredibly severe trauma from your mother like being kicked out and having your bedroom given to somebody else and having your whole like your whole existence really being upended that is a huge thing that's not small at all so i'm not shocked that you First of all, you're only 20, so I'm not shocked that you gave your mother another chance. But I'm also not surprised that like you see this happening to your younger siblings and you want to like rush into it and, and protect them. I fully get that. And I don't even think you're wrong. Your mother, any I'll say this, anybody who kicks their child out so they can build a quote-unquote new family with another nigga has some very deep issues that have nothing to do with you.
0: It's uh, unfortunate because every it should have yes what they're doing should have everything to do with you.
1: I mean, and and the the sad fact is that their actions do have an effect on you, but they have nothing to do with you. Right. Your mother is doing this because of her shit, not because there was something wrong with you. She kicked you out at fourteen to go live with your daddy, who you barely knew, because of her shit. And she's kicking out her other sons now based off this letter because of her shit, not because of these kids. She's chasing based off what you said. It sounds to me like she's chasing an ideal that she can't even really live up to. And so to her, to to get closer to that ideal means to get rid of everything that's in the way. And that includes these kids from another nigga and whatever else, like just pretending She didn't have these other four kids before this one. And everything is brand new with this new nigga and all this. Like, That's not a healthy way of blending families. A healthy way is saying, here are my other four children that you knew I had when we got together. However many daddies they have or not is inconsequential. These are my children. They come with me. You wouldn't accept me and my kids or you don't accept any of us. So I feel like you've given your mother a lot of grace already, letting her back into your life, letting her even see your mm-hmm. apartment, letting her have a relationship with your child. I get the urge to want to take care of your brothers here. What I would do, um, you're a 20 year old mother with another baby on the way. You probably don't have the space or the time or the ability to take into teenage boys. So what I would do is be the best big sister I could to them. Letting them know, look, I'm here for you. I understand mama kicked y'all out. She kicked me out when I was 14. She's kicking y'all out now that y'all are in the 11th grade. Like, I get it. And we can always talk. Y'all can always come over. We can commiserate. I'm glad that they're with somebody that you trust and that you think is a good guardian. Um, But yeah, I think that would be my first first thought would not be like, oh, should I cut off my mother? Should I never speak to her again? Like she's doing the worst thing. If I really care about my brothers, my first priority is going to be like, Making sure they know that no matter what in this hellish world, they have me as a beacon. No matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Above all else. What do you think, friend?
0: No, I totally agree. I feel like, you know, it's. Uh, I would also want to do everything that I could but it's just mm-hmm. not your responsibility and and like I think you said like I don't even know if you have the capability to take on that level of responsibility right now right. and you shouldn't cuz you're
1: 20 um, years old to.
0: it's it's just it I hate the fact that at that young you have to even consider something like that when you already have yeah. kids of your own yeah. and, you know, your own trauma and stuff that you need to to deal with. But, yeah, I likewise would be very glad that they do have um, someone who is watching after them and that they can trust. And then I would also try to just be the funny fly... There for you, sibling, that you can come mm-hmm. and and I wouldn't let you cuss. <laughs> I don't like I don't oh, like yeah. if cuss. I love, I don't like if I listen. I don't like, like I'm uh, I think I just have gotten over it like recently mm-hmm. for the longest time, maybe like in their early 20s. I'd be like, Excuse me, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Right. What did you just say? Uh-uh. We don't do that. Like, no, but there's and it's just me. Me and them in the room. Like, my parents are there. Like, what What did you ooh, You better get your ass off that halo before. You, uh, like, right. so. But no, I would definitely just try to be there, be present, be, um... Reliable as reliable as possible mm-hmm. in the fam- the familial way, yeah. That I could like to be that family that is going to not possibly let them down the way mom might have,
1: right? And I mean, honestly, Ivory, re- I I just want to say that like you being kicked out of your family home at fourteen to go live with your dad and then ended up on Skid Row at 16, and now you're 20. You've been through a lot in the years when you should have had the most parental support. In the years when you should have been the most secure, you didn't have that. So I really think for you, if you feel like confronting your mother, that is a great idea. It sounds like you are completely independent of her in every way. So I don't see anything wrong with saying, hey, girl, what you did to me was fucked up. And what you're doing to my younger brothers now is fucked up. Probably what you've done to my other siblings is fucked up. Like, I fully support confronting her on that. And also being the beacon that you think your teenage brother. Honestly, honestly, this may be a horrible thing to think or say. Your brothers might be better off with this other lady than they are with your mother if she's willing to throw them out because she wants what she thinks is the ideal family and they don't fit that mold. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: They really might be better off with her. So I would just I feel like my main thing is making sure that the people I love know that like they don't have to go through nobody else to get to me. You can come straight to me, whatever it is. Lord knows I have told my nephew and he be looking at me like, bitch, what are you talking about? Like, cause I'd be Um, like, cause he'll be talking about Pokemon (laughs) and I'll be like, you know, Eddie love you so much. And like, no matter what, you can't talk to your mom. You can't talk to your dad. You can always call Eddie. and He'd be like, girl, what? This
0: is why we turn into (laughs)
1: them because what are you talking about?
0: This is the era when we turn this in because I'll be doing the exact same shit. Like,
1: I'd be like, you know, Eddie would do anything for you, and he's just like, girl, what? I said, I wanted some Nikes.
0: They're talking about like NBA Young Boy, YBNL, MLP, and fucking. Oh, Pokemon, God. Snap, or whatever the goddamn. Yeah. And i was just like, I will kill for you. Yeah. And I don't care what your mama's talking about. I don't care what yeah. your dad's talking about. You to I come said, to the anything. Said that to him. To just come and just and like. And he's I'm just
1: like, girl, nobody, at, nobody what? asked you I'm, to mur- murder, murder, any murder.
0: I just said I was hungry. I just. <laughs> like, so who's
1: not feeding you over there? And he will send you some anyway. hot pockets. And
0: anyway. he. You know what? Never mind. This is weird. (laughs) weird.
1: And so, right. So there is definitely like this, like, oh, let me not project onto this child. The things that I went through, the adult I wish I had in my life. But since your brothers have actually been removed from their childhood home, removed from their mother, that's extremely traumatic for your own mother to say you need to leave my home that's a hard thing to deal with so i think for you you need to be the best mother you can to your children make sure your brothers know you're there as a support system but also that whoever they're living with is much better equipped to care for them as far as space and money and whatever else and just make sure they know you're there um But I think what will be most healing for you is confronting your mother and saying, hey, girl, I don't. And if I were you, I wouldn't even bring my brothers into it unless I had to make it about you. You might not be used to that, but make it about you. Say you kicked me out at 14 when I needed my mother the fucking most. You sent me to live with a stranger and I didn't know about skid fucking road. And I got my shit together for me and my family, my children without you, bitch. No, thanks to you, bitch. Have that conversation. Um, But yeah, otherwise this is just extremely sad and I'm wishing you the absolute best, my dear. Anything else from you before we wrap up the questions? No. No. Okay. That is going to be it for the questions this week. If you have, why are we already at two fucking hours?
0: because I. So.
1: <laughs> We're wrapping up the goddamn questions. It's like, my.
0: Added, added, yeah. It's okay.
1: my fucking birthday. Send your questions. Uh, send your questions <laughs> <laughs> to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and niggas will be right back.
0: Okay, we're back, and it is now time for the read. Take it away.
1: It is great. I just have two very quick things to say, and then I'll be out of your fucking hair. First and foremost, Dio Hughley...
2: What the hell?
1: Why would she pipe up about anything? We literally don't know. But... um, the thing is, like, same way. Remember when I talked about Tevin Campbell last week? I said that TMZ found Tevin Campbell. And and that's where we got this statement from. It's the exact same thing with D.L. Hoogley. TMZ found D.L. Hughley while everybody was stressed out about Lizzie dying. And he decided to say... Because, of course, niggas was having big fun with this on the internet. D.L. Hughley. Decided to talk about how, like, there's a time and place to let all this out. You know, this is really symptomatic of a lack of compassion. And, you know, this generation just has no humanity. And they let that all out behind the screen. And he don't have nothing to do with that. And the rest of you niggas need to, uh, need to straighten up and stop being so mean and Even if there is rightful criticism of the queen, there's a time and place. And all I want to say is like when a bitch sits on the throne for 70 fucking years. Right. And not once over those 70 years says, you know what? Let me give back the things my country stole. Let me give back the things my father, grandfather, great grandfather And mothers and aunties, sisters, cousins, husbands, these are all the same person. Like, let me give back the things that these people stole. She had 70 years to say, these are blood diamonds in my crown. Let me remove these and give them back to the country from whence they came. And chose not to do that. She had 70 years to renounce colonialism to say we are, you know what i'm going to actually go to every nation that we've colonized and and work out negotiations with them to where they're free from british rule and won't suffer financially because of it she had 7 decades which is longer than a lot of black Mar- black americans even live she had seven decades on the throne to go back and be like, my bad. This is fucked up. I'm sorry. And chose not to do it. So for you, a nigga to be like, oh, well, you know, it's a time and place for all that. Girl, shut up. We don't want to hear that. And especially from you, especially from a nigga who said that, like, the outside baby that he had when he was cheating on his wife was like... an issue remember when DL Hughley had a baby with his mistress and was like oh I was praying to God I said Lord take this take this burden off me I don't know what to do and then the baby mama's boyfriend like inadvertently murdered the baby and he was like oh my prayer was answered Lord in the worst possible way but God took that burden (laughs) off of me we talked about it on this show (laughs)
2: <laughs> i forgot i mean so I probably so dl Hughley,
1: reason. a nigga who has been like you know i prayed for this baby to not be a problem no more and it's not you know i didn't ask for it to be murdered but wow no longer my issue L- let's give a hand clap for god i literally don't want to hear that from you about the queen of fucking england america is not even under british rule anymore and has not been for quite a while and even if we were for you as a negro american to be on the queen's dick like this is more than disgusting please grow up please act like you have some sense and some something about yourself like that somebody brought you up that somebody raised you that somebody taught you things that matter in this world. Because that is the dumbest fucking thing. Oh, uh, It's not the time or the place to talk about the queen. When is it? When is it? Because the bitch had, again, seven decades. Longer than you've been alive. She had seven decades on the throne to be like, you know what? You, go ahead and dissolve all this royal family bullshit. Give back all the hundreds of millions of dollars That my family has acquired in wealth and assets over the years. Like, tell Charles and Harry and William and all them other niggas. Like, girl, give it up. Tell Camilla, like, you may have been a side hole. You'll never be queen. Like, you couldn't have all of this. You could have made a stance over seven decades and chose to not. So D.L. Hughley, you as a nigga piping up in defense of a white bitch who never chose to walk back the decisions of herself and her ancestors. Like just look at how many different nations were colonized while she was in power and, and think twice about this. Okay. Especially you as somebody who prayed that God would take your outside baby off your conscience. Secondly, Jimmy Kimmel, I'm not even gonna do too much. I swear to God, I'm not. I swear I'm not. But when the when the the whole bit started with Will Arnett dragging him out on stage, I said, "Okay, white nonsense as usual." Didn't really pay too much attention to it. The nominees are read off to just get it. I mean, and because like no shade, no shade. This is legitimately not shade to white people. Y'all's comedy is boring compared to ours. So Will Arnett dragging him out on stage and then he's like playing the dead guy like, oh, I'm too drunk, I'm too fucked up or whatever to be a part of this. Okay, we don't care. They read off the nominees, Quinta wins. Here's my problem. I get that this was the bit and Jimmy Kimmel was going to lay there acting comatose regardless of who won. I understand that. What I'm saying is that like part of white supremacy means that you don't even understand what it looks like for you as a big old white man to lay there in the middle of the fucking stage while this black girl accepts her first Emmy for a show that means so much to us. Like it, it it really didn't even have to be a show that means so much to the rest of us. It's the fact that Quinta is like 24 years younger than you and you chose still to lay there and and you didn't even have to think about what it would look like because you're a white man and those kind of things never really have to matter to you. And to her credit, Quinta, when, you know, she was backstage and being interviewed, said that, you know, she wasn't really tripping and she felt like the internet, you know, maybe I felt differently, which which tells me that she knew. <laughs> that she knew. That niggas was like, why the fuck is Jimmy Kimmel still sitting right there? But like that she said, you know, I'm gonna go on his show on Wednesday. So maybe right now Quinta is talking about this shit with Jimmy Kimmel and they're working it out, but it didn't sit right with me. Not just as like, Oh, it's a prank. Oh, it's a gag. Oh, it's, Oh, he was going to lay there and be dead regardless of who won. But like, The fact that you didn't have to think about it. As a black woman, if I was part of a gag where it was like, oh, we're dragging her out on stage, blah, blah, blah. As soon as I hear that a black woman won, you know what I'm going to do? Tuck my fucking knees in and forward roll my black ass the fuck out of the way. I'm never going to take away from a black person finally being recognized by the establishment. Because it don't mean anything to everybody, but it does mean a lot to a lot of people. And if Quinta wants to continue working with giant networks like ABC and everybody else she called out in her acceptance speech and all that, she probably has to make nice with white people. I'm not trying to put words in her mouth. I'm not trying to say how she really felt about it. I'm saying for me. I felt like it was extremely disrespectful. It would have been disrespectful to anybody. It was more so disrespectful because a young Black a young black woman won the award. And I really appreciate the fact that Cheryl Lee Ralph said, yeah, I didn't understand it. I said, I, I don't understand what's going on. Tell that white boy to get up. And then she understood. Like, she found out that it was Jimmy Kimmel and, you know... The lady who plays Miss um, old girl from It Takes Two or Twin City or whatever that twin movie is called with Lindsay Lohan. Yes. yes, Lisa Ann Walter. She was like, girl, I, you know, I thought it was funny. I thought it played funny. It wasn't no big deal. And she was like, for me, I was confused. Shout out to Auntie Cheryl Lee Roth because she was like, I want the, I wanted that man. To get up after that, I felt like it was, you know, ridiculous and and let's do something differently. She is also gonna be on Jimmy Kimmel tonight. So I won't be surprised if we, you know, get done recording this and then go watch and it's a whole like thing with Jimmy and Quinta and Rightly. Yes, and Miss Ralph, where it's like they're talking about it and Jimmy's like, Wow, I'm a big dumb white oaf, and I apologize. I doubt it. I mean, I honestly, I doubt it, too, because white man. But I just felt like it's not even that you didn't get up because that's bad enough. It's that you didn't even think to get up. It's that you thought staying dedicated to the gag was more important. And my honestly, my favorite moment of this is seeing the, the screenshots and the photos taken And seeing Natasha Rothwell in the background staring at Jimmy Kimmel like, girl, what are you doing? Like, get the fuck up. But again, for me, it's not even that you didn't get up. It's that you didn't even think to get up. It's that you didn't even think about what it meant for your 50-something white ass to be in the middle of the stage as this black woman accepts our first Emmy. That's what it was to me. And, and Jimmy Kimmel can fuck right off of that. And the Shade Room, I would, just, I would just say this one last thing before I leave. The Shade Room posted my tweet about this situation and niggas dragging Kimmi, Jimmy Kimmel, which I said was very much deserved. And one of y'all commented and said, girl, delete this. Crystal don't like y'all. And I screamed. I screamed. <laughs> But Crystal, Crystal don't like y'all Crystal do not fuck this sh- with the shade room Exactly that Like y'all can be compiling reactions Or whatever else And at the same time Like y'all are still part of the problem As far as I'm concerned But you know Jimmy Kimmel Is another white man doing white man things He'll never really have to suffer any consequences But you know And maybe Quinta and Miss Ralph Will get him together on tonight's episode of the show and that'll be that. But as far as I was concerned, it was just a really gross display of white supremacy and what white supremacy can protect you from. Cause again, he didn't even think about what it would mean for Quinta to have to step over this white man and like saying multiple times, like, you're not going to get up. Like girl, get up. Like I'm literally, I've won. Like the gag is over. So I just found it gross and disgusting and, yeah, wish white people would do better. But that's it for me and my reads for the week. What do you have going on, friend?
0: Yeah, I have been over Jimmy Kimmel since he cried over that damn lion. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I forgot
1: about that. Oh, wait. Yes. So Mm -hmm. this
0: was not surprising to me. You're right. At all. You're right. just find it to be annoying. You're right.
2: But yeah.
0: I'll let the rest of the girls tell it. For me, um, this week I want to, uh, sort of reiterate something that I said during last week's read about, well, it was directed towards the Lord of the Rings fandom and them needing to calm the fuck down about elves being yep.
1: black. Yeah.
0: I'd like to pass over a similar sentiment to fans of a cartoon fish from 19 When the fuck did that movie come out? Let's mm. see. 1960.
1: Oh Lord. <laughs> what are you t- even talking about?
0: Girl, the original one, Google. <sighs> 19. Oh my god, 1989. The movie came out when I was born. Wow, we're talking uh, about 1960 yeah. something.
1: You did say that as if it was like the truly <laughs> elderly amongst us,
0: <laughs> whatever. It's because it's based on a book from like 1832. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Anyways, girls mermaids
1: mm.
0: <gasps> fictional
1: oh yes oh the original I didn't know that was what you were talking about <laughs>
0: um
1: that did come out a long time ago the original like little mermaid came out in like 18 in the 1800s
0: yeah the book or yeah. the fairy tale the one whatever. that
1: was like, like it was a lot more morbid David than that Burrow, fucking movie yeah
0: Hans Christian Anderson. Whoever the fuck wrote that damn? That
1: book. was not a happy story. That was some no, sad awful. shit. Yeah, it but, was sick.
0: Um I just want to ref- to remind you guys that um mermaids are, are fake. They're not real. Yeah. Um
1: say it again.
0: the Movie that's coming out, I believe, next year, starring Halle Bailey, um, was cast the way that it it was because it was earned. I believe that we spoke about this briefly when the casting was announced, and I feel like I said something along the lines of I'm Mm -hmm. certain that, um, they heard this girl sing, and we're finished. Yeah. The director of the film at D twenty three, which I'm determined to go to next year because they have the things. But Same. that's neither here nor there. Um. The director of the film said pretty much just that. Holly was the first casting video that he saw. Um. Among. I'm sure hundreds after that, he said he saw pretty much everyone, heard pretty much everyone, and highly set the bar so damn high, nobody could pass it. So that's really where we are with things. Deal with the fact that, first of all, nobody was going to beat the doll baby when it came to performance. Period. That's just it. That's period. It. Get over it, the end, period. When it came to who was going to to embody this character outside of color... Nobody was seeing the doll the end. You can stay pissed about it. Yeah. Now, what I want to really remind you is that even if they did hire Lee and Michelle or whoever the fuck to come and ruin this goddamn movie, <laughs> you would still find something to... I think that y'all still don't understand how adaptations work, specifically live-action uh, adaptations mm-hmm. of animated things. There are things you can do in cartoons that just don't make sense or do not translate into live action. I saw someone comment and say, well, I don't have a problem with Ariel being black. It's just everything looks so dark in the trailer. It's just like, where's all the bright color? It's a movie about a mermaid. I just don't understand why it's so dark. But
1: it's not animated. Okay. All right. All right.
0: Why don't you (laughs) jump in a paddle boat at night, row out in the middle of the sea, and just dive over the side? I don't care if you come back up, but I I pray that what happens is that you realize that the ocean is dark. It's dark. Like mm-hmm. especially at night when there's no sun, much like you outside in gra- Like I don't Like it is alive. At, this is what I said. Also the first motherfucking time. If it wasn't the fact that it was a black aerial, it was gonna be that her hair ain't bright enough. Flounder's not fat. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Um, the Absolutely. Sebastian. If Sebastian's Absolutely. even in it, is not going to look like what he did in the motherfucking cartoon because crabs don't fucking look like that. So, I don't know, for a lot of y'all who, for whatever reason, have made this animated white fish girl your identity... Oh, I think that you had you probably needed to just accept the fact that this was never going to be for you mm-hmm. from the moment that they said adaptation, much less live action. Yeah. You can still, it, it also reminds me of when they did the line when the Lion King mm-hmm. live action CG, whatever that shit was, when that thing came out and people put the like animated Disney eyes over the like CGI live action lions and we're like well I expected it to look like this where are the bright eyes and stuff but lions bitch girl you, you want to watch a cartoon
1: girl you do that you do and I have
0: I have incredible news for you you can it exists there's a movie that came out in 1989 I just <laughs> learned called The Little Mermaid. <laughs> you can watch it right now. It holds up. Like, yeah. if you liked it then, you're probably gonna like it now. You can still watch it. This movie ain't got to have nothing to do with you if you like it for that. You would like it because somebody didn't sing the song this way. That perk per character didn't look this way in the motherfucking movie. Where is this thing? Like, I... Hmm. But just bringing it back To the point that I want to make Which again echoes My point from last week Mermaids are fictional They are This one's brown Period Get the fuck over it The end The end the That's end. it The end. This will also very likely not be the one and only time that there is an adaptation of the Little Mermaid story, because it isn't the first one. Since like, first of all, the one that you grew up on is an adaptation. I want to remind you. Thank you.
1: It's not even the first one since like the original
0: Little Mermaid didn't even have. It's
1: nothing like this. It's nothing like the fucking movie. It's sad. It's tragic. It does not end happily. Go look it up if you don't know the story.
0: I mean, none of those stories that Disney adapted from fairy tales and stuff, most of them end tragically with whatever pretty white woman dying in some horrible way. Mm. Um, But as far as this goes, like y'all aren't entitled to any motherfucking thing. You also are not obligated to anything. You don't have to watch this what you do have to do is deal um and if you see clips like the clips that i have seen of little black girls reacting to yeah. seeing the aerial that they also know looking something like them and seeing her black ass spins off yes if you can watch that and still bitch and moan as an adult most of you right. that Ariel's skin isn't pale or her hair isn't red enough, then I just don't know what jail to put you in, but we gotta find one. Yeah. Because you don't belong in the streets. That's that. Lastly, I would just like to say, again, on um piggybacking off of the female rap fuck shit from earlier. Okay. Um Lil' him has a remix of a song, plan B, the plan B song.
1: Well um, I didn't even listen Megan to that. Megan Thee Stallion.
0: <laughs> uh, that's sure on Megan did. Stallion's album. Yeah. I didn't listen to it because Megan didn't promote it. But on the song, uh, which is very clearly, has always very clearly been about exes, which is very, very clearly directed at niggas. Um, wow. Lil' Kim says uh, the lines... Um, how does it go? Nigga, you was a bitch. Your father's a bitch. Your brother's a bitch. Keep acting like this and your son gonna be a bitch. Mm. Um, now if you listen to the song or know anything like about Lil' Kim's life for the past about every years, so the song is directed or is verse directed at her child's father.
1: Yeah.
0: For whatever reason 50 Cent decided that he wanted to insert himself into this needlessly as he does oh, in a lot of issues with man. black women minding their business. Not
1: this man again.
0: And he tagged uh this and said, Oh, he tagged Nikki and said to her, You better light her ass up. I'm watching. She said something about the baby, meaning or alleging that Lil Kim was talking to Nikki and about Nikki's son.
1: Oh, I nurse. thought you meant Dub baby, the rapper. I'm like, Oh, girl, who cares? No, 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 oh. No. Her baby, Papa Bear.
0: Okay. All right. Yes. He's alleging that Lil' Kim is dissing Papa Bear on this verse. And then says about Kim's child, her baby, I fucked up.
1: Oh, Oh, God, he is garbage. God damn. I thought we all agreed that kids were off limits. Did we not?
0: This would be one of numerous heinous things <laughs> that you said right, right, right. that he'll get away with but um wow i'm just confused as to why you needed to insert yourself into this shit in the first place first of all messy shady miserable lonely i think all of these things about 50 cent absolutely stupid not necessarily so for you to insert yourself in this and try and instigate drama between yeah. these two grown-ass women yeah. over a verse that you know and got nothing to do with one or the other, right? to me, it's just confusing. And it also speaks to my same frustration about the state of female hip-hop in general. Because I feel like past the fandom, the fandom is one thing. Like, stands, a lot of y'all make up, like... You know, 14 and 15 year olds who don't know any better right now. I'm not gonna go back and forth with you like at no. all. And then a lot of y'all are like 30 something year olds who just are completely dedicated to this type of mess and tomfoolery on like a day to day basis. And I'm super not going back and forth with you. <laughs> like, <I'm> so, <laughs> Ain't like, no way. I don't, it, that's, it is what it is. Like, y'all got that. But, It does not help your fave. It doesn't. As I said, it's not making anybody's music any better. It actually doesn't even help sell their music any better. Um, It doesn't help them grow as a person, as an artist, or mature. So, like, you're not doing your fave as many favors as you think they do. Right. Or as you think that you are. But that's neither here nor there. This is specifically to niggas, like 50 cent, grown-ass motherfuckers in the industry, whether they are artists or label heads that... That intentionally stir up shit with women to keep them clawing at each other and essentially keep them down. Because y'all know that if women were to band together consistently yep. and work together and support each other consistently, the way that y'all bitch ass not rapping ass lame ass niggas do
1: say it
0: that the whole entire landscape of the music industry would shift in a way that y'all are not prepared to deal with y'all are not interested in dealing with and y'all are really just like for several reasons a you lazy b you don't want women to to take over like it's uh uh, it's it's if megan cardi and if, if if let's say that we men in black flashlight laser membrayed away all of their, the shade from their minds. If Megan Cardi and Nicki Minaj all went on tour together right now, it would be like one of the highest selling, biggest insane, like it would really send these fucking blazer and a target t-shirt wearing ass label executives to the table having to shift a whole bunch of stuff and you can't continue to use this oh this bitch ass excuses of you know women don't support each other or they're too risky and this that and the third and all this other when you don't when it comes to like investing and women, supporting women, backing them, and doing all of the stuff that you do for all of these other niggas. Like, these niggas really, A, can't rap, B, don't even like each other, but still support each other off of the strength and lift each other up, go on toward each other with each other, give each other a feature. The amount of, like, the amount of some of your, like, the most popping, touring, rich ass, non rapping rap niggas right now who yeah. are solely where they are because they got, like, support. Not just a feature, but, like, tour, photo, you're at all my parties, I have great things to say about you when I'm interviewed by LeBron James or whoever the fuck. (laughs) Yeah,
1: all that.
0: They support each other in a way, but, like, I consistently see grown-ass, too old-for-this-shit, bitter-ass niggas like 50 Cent who, who do whack shit like this intentionally with, like... The desire of seeing mm-hmm. girls go at it so that they can just laugh. Yeah. it probably, like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And then, for, on top of that, for you to be talking about her kids, I like.
1: So stunk, so ugly, so girls.
0: If ever worry about your own kids were like the thing to say, it is now. Yeah. Y'all are weird. As I said earlier in the show, I just, at this point, I just want to hear the songs. I just want to enjoy the music. All of this other weird ass, lame ass shit, and trying to get girls to bicker with each other about nonsense. And he said, she said, and all this goddamn Andy Cohen ass, uh, Bravo Presents ass bullshit that y'all got infiltrating the reps. Like, I'm not, I'm not, again, I get it. Like, a lot of y'all are trying to get attention. A lot of y'all want to sell records. A lot of y'all want to see others fail. Whatever the kid... I don't care. I don't care. If the music's not good, I don't give a fuck what you got to talk about at all on a tweet, on a blog, on a a, a Twitter space or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck them shits are called. I'm not interested. All you weird-ass niggas trying to get girls to be for each other because you ain't got nothing else to do. Please, like, get a therapist. Yeah. Please. I'm done. They're
1: out here. Like, they're ready and willing and able to help, they they want to do this. It's kind of like how white people have decided to start using the word woke to just mean black. So like they will talk about like how you brought up Halle Bailey being Ariel. And they'll be like, oh, this new woke Ariel, you just mean Negro. I feel that same way. Like y'all are just saying things to fill up space, to pretend like you have a point and none of it really fucking matters. You can fuck right off with all that bullshit. And that is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you as check As far this. as
0: woke...
1: Oh, okay. Amen. Yes.
0: As far as woke goes, as I've said before, that's why people not know nothing to mind their business. Well, Y'all okay. took some shit that we... Like, things literally were just saying, like, stay woke. Like,
1: yeah. it's always even, meant, it's like, awareness dramatical. for us. It's always meant, like, like understand what's going on culturally, understand what's going on with us as a people. It's never meant, like, well, of course, white people got a hold of it and now it's ruined. But it didn't mean. woke
0: culture. Yes. No. It was no, never that, that. It's never.
1: Staying woke honestly meant staying aware of white people's shenanigans. So the fact that y'all have something to say about it is really crazy.
0: And casting <sighs> characters a certain type of way in God. It doesn't so literally just by the definition of the word doesn't yeah. make any sense. It doesn't. So it. again, it, just get over yourselves. Yeah. Nobody cares. We're all gonna die. This place sucks.
1: And on that cheerful note, that will wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you check us out at thisistheread.com. You can find us on social media at thisistheread. I just want to say I completely agree with everything Kid Fury said. Everybody who has an issue with black Ariel or whatever else can truly suck a dick and get the fuck over it. It matters not. It matters. It wasn't not. that
0: you just be mad about something yeah. else. Oh my God, Prince Eric's hair just—it just wasn't good enough. It wasn't big enough. A
1: little bit too it much of a curl, you mind. girls. I don't know. Oh my God, you guys, it's like a little bit too much of a curl. But anyway, the show's almost oh my goodness, at. I think
0: this Ursula was a sixteen in the movie, and she's <laughs> supposed to be more. Oh my
1: God! Her. I don't get it. <laughs> just
0: watch the original girl just watch the first one
1: if that's how you really I mean because white people are making whole arguments like well in real life somebody who lived that far beneath the ocean wouldn't be dark skin first of all Hallie is not dark. how would you know that Hallie's, real ha-
0: people don't live that far beneath the ocean
1: thank you because real people don't mer people don't exist there's no such thing as a half human half fish who lives below the ocean surface. And if they did, perhaps they would not be dark skinned. But Hallie is also not dark skinned. You talk about- If they did
0: exist, they wouldn't look like Emma Stone, bitch.
1: Oh my God. This person should be- Probably look like the
0: fly. They
1: should have see-through skin like other scary things under the ground. I don't remember you saying that about the white animated version of this fish. You literally are only mad because she's black. Get the fuck over. Did you see the video of the little white girl who was like, Is it just me? Or was that Whitney or Houston? That Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: thing that made that so funny to me is that like I think she knows Whitney Houston is dead. Yeah. So she was like doubly confused. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: And and her her mother or whoever uploaded it posted on TikTok and was like She knows Whitney Houston is gone, so she thought they filmed it in heaven. Which is the sweetest thing. Like, it literally made me tear up when I read that. (laughs) That they was like, bitch, can they, do they have cameras in heaven? Because I thought that was Whitney Houston. Kids
0: really, like, I hate them, (laughs) but they deserve (laughs) better. They really do, man. They do. Like,
1: Especially because she was was looking like, girl, turn this camera off. Get this camera out of my fucking face. Like, I'm trying to
0: figure out some real shit and you're exploiting my computer Yeah.
1: And so then she's like, girl, is it Whitney or not? And then to find out, like, no, Whitney didn't film this in heaven. That's another black girl that you don't know. Like,
0: I was looking up, like, for whatever reason, I thought of, like, when I was a kid and, like... We got like how Burger King used to have all of the Disney toys and stuff yeah, like that and, yeah. and I looked up a bunch of them just out of curiosity and to desire for nostalgia on like Amazon and Google Images just to see what they looked like again. Um and you know they're all shit. Like they those, are those fastest toys are shit. They like they are. do nothing. Absolutely. They're so not exciting. Like 100%. at all. But when we were kids, they were like... Everything to us. Oh, my good! Like, the possibilities were endless. Like, yes. I felt like... You're, the way that your mind is just mm-hmm. so freer.
1: Yes, it's very so malleable. Much,
0: like, freer. Yeah. Before it is just wrapped with despair and self-doubt, <laughs> anxiety... Terror and it
1: don't have to be that and way.
0: Hatred
1: it don't have to be that way. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. So I mean, shout out to that little. Well, girl. on that note, yeah. Great. Shout out to all the black little girls who saw themselves in the new Ariel. You deserve. Um Make sure you check us out at this is the read thisistheread dot com dot com slash this is the, is the read. We are going to head on out because it has been almost three hours of this fucking show. You did
0: the. The letters were way too long.
1: Oh, so it's me. It's my fault.
0: <laughs> the way well, letters are way too long.
1: So it wasn't the it wasn't the topics or the reads. No. The reads themselves. No. The reads themselves were forty minutes. But it wasn't. <laughs> well, the, it wasn't the topics or the reads. It was the letters. Okay.
2: <laughs> Those the way too long.
1: I will remember that. Uh, take care of yourselves Have a great weekend Take a shot for me Donate something um, To niggas who actually need it um, In honor of my birthday If you really want to do that But take care of yourselves Be good And we will see you Oh wait Do you have something to say Before we leave? I don't want to cut you no. off Alright So then we will see you whores Next week Goodbye <laughs>